0: what's oh, up man. everyone how's everyone doing y'all yeah, we've done ni- this is our ninth episode bro
1: yeah going into three months and i don't know it's it's super sick to see like uh, all the community feedback yes. um like I, I i will literally just get random dms and like on twitter and stuff just like Dude, really like the, really love the podcast on Tweak's channel. Like Tweak's talks is super awesome. Like keep it up, blah, blah blah. It's like, it's it's. I don't know. It's really cool to see all that. I'm I'm like really glad that you guys really like enjoy this. Um, watching it live obviously has like a special little touch to it. But like you can also catch the YouTube vod too. Yeah. And I know we're also looking to get it on Spotify as well. So
2: nice. That'll be really but they don't sick. they don't hit you up about our podcast. That's not that's not the one they
1: hit you up about. Uh, no, no, not yet, <laughs> dude. We gotta, we gotta we gotta grow it. We gotta grow it. I know. It. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, me, me, me and me and Has do do a podcast on Smash University too, and that that's another thing I'm getting a lot of feedback about too. Just like in general, like a lot of people are loving the uh, content from Smash University. Um, so that's that's like something that always like feels really good. Something that I'm like super passionate about is just like teaching Smash. So it's like I don't know. Like there's not a like for me there's like not a better feeling like the best feeling to me is when i like help someone like push themselves and smash like that's like the best feeling that i get from the game so
2: oh yeah man right on i think the community for a long time has always been looking for a good podcast to listen to there have been a couple throughout the years i've listened to almost damn near every one of them so i'm glad that you guys have one there's people obviously that i like and who i like enjoy listening talking uh Enjoy listening to you guys talk about the game. So it's been yeah. As someone who was a viewer now, you know, one time viewer, uh, first time caller, <laughs> glad to be on the show and uh here to talk to you guys and it's I'd
0: have you on every week. I feel like you fit the bill perfectly. Like
1: yeah. So like yeah, okay, look at look at this uh, dang. All right.
3: right. Like low key honest Charles get out of here, bro. We got we, we got a replacement. A oh we have <laughs> We had like 70 people, we were like, alright we can look into this person, how about we invite this person, and Gavin just goes, alright we're doing has, and I
2: was like, what, alright cool, let's get
1: okay, it. I was like, 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 I'm down dude, I'm about that, hell yeah.
2: I, I, I honestly, it was so funny, it was like, uh, I got the DM and I was like, don't respond immediately, play it cool, like, you got other shit, cool. got other shit going on, you know, <laughs> you yeah, respond yeah, right yeah. away. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we could do a I'm podcast and, oh, oh, I'm yeah, that Let me check my
4: schedule.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Give it like the thirty like, minute, buffer, right? it's saturday on a pandemic yeah you know i think i could make it maybe Uh, maybe i'll squeeze you in i'll squeeze you in
1: you know what i mean like i'll squeeze you into my schedule like i'll I'll, I'll open it up like oh god it's so funny
2: hell yeah dude but yeah i'm pumped man i mean you guys are all awesome and talking about the game is uh, probably my favorite thing about it so i'm excited especially with people who know the game well like that's that's the best because especially people who yes even though we might not agree on every single thing um there's going to be constructive ways to have a conversation about the game that are that are fun because it is a great game overall the series overall obviously very fun to play so we have the
0: we have the years under our belt too you know like like you, sure. you, you don't have to go through the basics when talking to each other it's like you can go straight into like the specific like top level like any like stuff like that the
1: juicy shit yeah mm.
0: like we've been playing for a long time that you don't have to explain any of the 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 vague stuff about smash i don't even know
3: Dude, yeah for like half my life What? yeah <laughs> yeah
2: what? it's crazy it's crazy wait a minute man. Weird
3: to think about yeah mm-hmm. you've, you've been playing for half your life
2: i don't know if did you play any other games before smash 2 because for me i was i was in the FGC as like Holy a kid shit. like playing sh- like street fighter and stuff way early on like i, I played street fighter first and I really love Smash, but it was seriously, if you remember back in the day, it was not cool to play both. Like, you, if you played FCC, oh, yeah. you didn't like Smash. Like, it was yeah. not. And that's how it was. Obviously, it's gotten a lot better. It's fine now. But I'd like to hide it from my cousin and my friends who I played fighting <laughs> games with. I was like, oh, yeah, Smash, that's guilty stupid. Pleasure was, you know, guilty
4: pleasure game? Guilty pleasure <laughs> I would see
2: Third Strike tournaments. I would play Smash because I'd be like, I really want to try this game out. But they'd all make fun of me because it was, it was Smash and it's for babies. I'm like, whatever, you know, whatever they said that's but
0: here i am so funny oh my god isn't
2: that
1: funny yeah yeah i mean that's how it was right but like it, it was even like even at like the like most I, I don't know if it was the most recent evo or whatever like but i just remember like randomly watching a smash video and then like these group of fgc players they're like oh yo smash is sick like you know smash is part of fgc and stuff like that it's like it's definitely gotten way way better like, there's still some yeah. people that are kind of, like, with that old-school mentality. Like, some people are like that. But they either, like, just aren't as vocal about it anymore or more people... Are, or or the other thing is just, like, a lot more people in FGC are just more accepting of Smash, which yeah. is, like, super tight. And, like, even seeing Smash at, like, very iconic FGC events, like Wednesday Night Fights, you know? CEO. Like, one of... Yeah, CEO, Evo. right? Like, all these iconic fighting game tournaments, Evo, right? Like, it, it's... Like, the integration has been... Definitely like there, right? So
2: Street Fighter kids were bullies in my high school to Snatch Kids. Yep, I lived it. Yep, yep, <laughs> absolutely, man. Games for babies. <laughs> They they so, still to this day when Ryu got re- released in Smash Four they hit me up because we were obviously talking. I still talk to those guys every once in a while and they were like, "I bet you can't even do the inputs, so you're such a baby. You have to hit upbeats instead of short." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, are you kidding me? Like this many years later, like the Smash kids can't even do the inputs. Like that was a joke that they were making." Okay, like, but some right, of them actually can't. So I, I, I know, I know that, that was there. the <laughs> problem. I didn't, I didn't have much of a defense. Eighty so percent true, you know. No <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That anyway. What but, was
0: that Evo thing that happened? I think Sony bought Evo or yeah, something yeah, crazy
1: yes. that is that is actually a topic we should talk about yeah, maybe just like uh scratch that the first opener topic yeah yeah um obviously like I uh, i guess i'll start but like i think it's uh overall like i the way i look at you know the fgc it's like there's the fgc and then there's a bunch of sub communities in the fgc being all the different games right um i never try to view it like one's more important than the other right like one might get more viewership or whatever those are just numbers right but like it's still it's still all under the fgc um i think overall for the fgc it's like good i think it's not good for like specific sub communities right yeah. and like an example um you know obviously our game is ultimate right Um, so I think for Ultimate, it's like not good because our chances of being at Evo before this was like pretty much hundred percent chance in terms of like an offline event, right? Because like they're just always going to have Ultimate there, but now just because of the sheer numbers it brings, right? And it was even like the last game at the last offline Evo, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was like the finale. So, um, but with Sony, I think the chances of Ultimate being in there are like way lower. Which is, like, fine. I think it's okay that, like, Ultimate takes a hit for the overall, like, greater, bigger picture, right? Like, the fact that, like, at the end of the day, these big companies are, you know, investing into, like, esports. Esports, and not just esports, like, FGC esports, right? FGC esports usually doesn't get that much spotlight and investment. But now, like, we got companies like Sony... Um, buying evo we got companies like microsoft buying smash gg like it's just that means more money will be put into it and hopefully you know players won't have to go through the experience of like getting seventh at evo and getting like 80 bucks like that's fucked up Um, i will tell you right now getting top eight at evo in any game is like some of the hardest shit to do on the planet. It's just, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And it's like, it's a 1v1 game too. It's like, there's no like team excuses. There's no like, well, he did this, she did that. Like it's it's literally, ju- it's just you. It's just the other player. And then there's so much other outside factors that go into it because of traveling and, um, you know, the crowd. And like, there, there's just so much. The, the list goes on and on with the bullshit you have to deal with at a FGC tournament, like for any game. Right. Yeah. Um, so overall, I'm super psyched. And like Melee actually has a higher like chance, in my opinion. Like before, like it was 0% chance me- um, Melee would be at evil, but now there's like a small chance. So, and I'm like, a, like Melee is my personal favorite like esports to watch. So that's like, I'm super psyched about that. I love Melee, the community. So, um, like I said, every sub community like kind of took a hit for the good or for the bad. But like overall, FGC, it's like phenomenal. Like, I think yeah. it's just
2: great. I think you said it well, too, Charles. I think especially Evo was such a volatile tournament uh, experience because there are a, so many people. Like, it, it attracts like the biggest crowds for in terms of playing. Like, the thousands of people enter brackets. People From people who have downloaded the game and played it one time and don't know any of the buttons do, to the best players in the world, and the most of them, too, because they want to win that title or win that yeah. top eight or, or whatever it is. But then also, it's volatile because it's mostly two out of three because it's such a big field huge yeah, huge thing is that, it, that yeah. it, it's crazy that it's the biggest fighting game tournament of all time and it's it's easily the most volatile but i think that kind of like it fed into this whole atmosphere of what made evo perfect on top of it having you know uh, the daigo moment from third strike uh, as like the perfect marketing tool of all time but it also had um this kind of gambling aspect to it it's held in vegas yeah uh, anything can anything can really happen at evo you know what i mean it's, it's very exciting like from a viewer perspective it's exciting as a competitor uh, stressful as hell, obviously, but I think that's what makes it such a. Ter- uh, and it was the first really, really big tournament to do it, so like all these yeah. factors combined just just make it very prestigious and and something you want to be a part of. So, I hope Sony buying it out doesn't mean the end of Smash. I think it's hard to tell. I think I think they're open to whatever makes it the best event possible because yeah. company at the end of the day they're about money. So if adding Smash somehow uh, increases their revenue overall somehow, uh, I'm sure they'll make it happen. And if they can't do that, we'll see. But it seems like now there are two major companies that would have to agree to having Smash at Evo, which to me sounds like more of a hurdle than anything. But we'll see what happens, man.
0: Yeah, because I think overall, Nintendo and yeah, I think overall yep. it's like a good thing for Evo as a whole that this is happening. Regardless, like obviously, like we're Smash players, like we want Smash. But I think regardless if Smash is there or not, I think it's still an improvement because um, like. That just sounds like very like something like very professional like it's gonna like you know bring evo to the next level and whatever but i don't know talking about uh like the specific stuff about evo like from like someone that's been there a bunch of times like it's something i never wanted to talk about like the problems i had with the tournament like best of three and like like the schedule smash had to deal with and like a bunch of like this is the thing about Evo. Like, if you're, if you're, like, like, let's just say you're, you're me. Like, you have to go. <laughs> like, oh, not, you don't have a choice. Not going is a mistake. That's like, true. That's true.
1: Actually, the legacy, the legacy. Yeah. Thing. yeah <laughs> you
0: not going is a mistake. But there's gonna be way more problems when you go. Like, the schedules are really rough. Like, it seems like Smash kind of got like the short end of the stick, like, the most a lot
3: of the time. 8 a.m. pools, man.
0: yeah. Like, or like you finish at like midnight, and then you have like 8 a.m. after. That's that's happened. That's, yeah. yeah, that's,
1: that's happened. West Tweek Coast 8 a.m. too. Yeah, <laughs> Tweak is giving you the competitor POV right now. Yes. a lot of you guys, if you've never been to an Evo, you don't really understand it. But like, they like Evo had Smash, but like Smash would always get shafted just oh like it was it was like to the point where we were used to it like yeah. it, that was like a regular thing yeah. like you know, like, I even saw, like, Max made, like, a tweet, like, Smash about to have, like, pools, like, in the corner by the bath, like, in a bathroom or something like that. And it's, like, it's, like, obviously over-exaggerated or whatever. But, like, that's how it felt, like, all yeah. the time. Um, And, like, everyone knew Mr. Wizard was, you know, not a fan of Smash. And that's even another thing to kind of just, like, generally go over. Obviously, we're not going to go too into it. But, like, Mr. Wizard's obviously not part of Evo anymore. So that helps Smash's chances just in my opinion it generally helps it a little bit a little bit because um, the canon brothers are still involved with evil even though playstation did buy them out so like they're still part of it mr wizard's not mr wizard yeah. obviously like hated smash so it's like that's a, a kind of plus and like he just shouldn't have been in that position anyway so that's also just a big plus too so yeah
2: I think I think Sony is a business too. They are gonna understand that they've acquired something that's very uh, kind of special in terms of the fighting game community and communities in general. And it is gonna be obviously a good opportunity for them to push their new ips and fighting games, and that's great. But I think, like you said, they need to keep their core tournament uh staff in there so that they can make the right decisions and make it feel like kind of nothing has changed but now sony's here kind of holding hands and and shaking hands and making things happen so that's kind of how i think they need to treat it and just let you know the chips fall where they will but i i don't know i don't know how much control sony's going to want over this whole thing so it's really interesting it's really interesting
3: i always knew i was picking up uh strive when it came out (laughs) (laughs) they knew i was dropping smash Yeah, I,
0: I think, like, basically my point is, I think regardless of what happens to Smash at Evo, I think this potentially means a better tournament experience for, like, uh, especially like, professional players that are, like, there the whole weekend, like, competing the whole weekend. Like, I just think doing something like this, like, gives it more of a chance to actually be a good tournament, not just because of the legacy. Um, because for Smash, you were going for the legacy, and... You know the title but everything else about it was terrible um yes and they, absolutely there's some other events like that but like evo is the first one that comes to mind where it's like the one that you have to go to but you're dreading um in terms of just like as like like just living through it like it's just terrible
1: yeah now, i remember we're talking as like as a smasher this is a smasher pov like you're yeah. only going there for smash like the Smash community generally felt shafted when yeah. they went to an Evo. This is not, like, applying to, like, other fighting games. Like, I'm pretty sure other fighting game communities true, had, yeah. like, different experiences, right? So it's, yeah. like, like Evo, we're not saying, like, Evo was, like, a crap experience, like, all the time for, like, all games. Like, this is literally just, like, if you went for Smash, this is, like, the kind of stuff that went down throughout, like, Smash 4 and stuff like that. So, yeah. and then going, bridging into Ultimate. Um, I think the Ultimate Evo definitely, like the worst experiences were definitely in smash 4 they they got got a little they were like getting better like um i remember like the first ultimate evo was a little bit better a step above you know in terms of experience like a lot better than smash 4 yeah like the ultra shaft happened in smash 4 a (laughs) lot
2: yeah and it it did pick up and it did get better but ultimate was also i'm pretty sure it was the biggest game at that evo right and it was a brand new game at the time and like you right. know, I think that's just kind of how things go. If you're if you're kind of the oldest game on the roster or whatever, it just might be kind of your turn to do it. But I do agree that it does feel like it happens to Smash a little bit more yeah. um, than other games. But who knows? You know, I think it was our time in the sun to shine, and we'll see what happens going forward.
0: Yeah. But yeah, oh, and then uh, I guess the next topic, like the, the main topic of today probably we're going to talk about is um, last week uh, there was like, we started off the world tour with Mexico. So the world tour as in general is like extremely exciting for smash. And we just started off with, uh, the Mexico qualifier. And I did like a 10 and a half hour stream of it. I watched like basically the whole main bracket. Um, no breaks, just watched it. Um, as Matt commentated it. So I, so it's definitely a good topic today. We we can ask him like, you know, how he yeah. felt about it, like favorite moments or anything else specific, especially if you guys have any questions. Um, But yeah, and we also have Oceana, like, basically now, (laughs) this weekend as well, that's going to be starting. Yeah. Yeah, Tonight, pretty much. Oh!
2: pretty much tonight. Yeah, essentially, I mean, if you think about it, Sydney's about 13 or 12 hours, I think, ahead of us so yeah like the tournament's gonna be starting soon yeah uh for them it's starting tonight our our time and then it's going into uh i'll be commentating right. uh the the caboose of it i think top four top eight or whatever at five in the morning so <laughs> oh my <laughs> lord yeah, yeah. i know i told i told my girl and she's like oh, i didn't sign up for this i was like well you kind of did but you know it's not, it's not any of <laughs> our faults that time zones exist so
1: right. she's right, like just
2: right. try not to be too loud i was like well it's smash commentary so you can't experience. be doing like golf commentary you see Two guys didn't melee did golf commentary at one point. I thought it was pretty neat, but I wouldn't want to listen to it for a whole tournament. Also not gonna happen at five this morning, so <laughs> let me also, see, hold on.
3: Somebody asked uh What would be the best S tier tournament to go to? Super Smash.
1: Oh, Shine. Uh yep. There you no. go. Uh, oh, yeah. They said the we same thing, have guys.
3: Our, our regional bias.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a Genesis man myself. Oh, yeah. oh my I
2: love Genesis. Too. I love Genesis as well, though. I mean, all the ones that we just
1: named are just... I'm going so to all good. of them, so... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Gavin's, Gavin's like, does my opinion matter? I'm forced to go to all of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think if I was to tell, like, if, if it's, your fir- it's your first S tier, I would say SmashCon, honestly, is... I mean, it depends on where you live and, like, what you're trying to get out of the experience, right? Like, if it's easier for you to get to one than the other and, and travels, you know a big consideration to make Then I would say, you know, pick one that's closer to you, but smash con is insane. Like it's, it's at an expo center. There's great art. Every single game is represented. It just, it's really fun. Yeah, uh, I love shine. Obviously it's close to my heart. Cause I'm from Boston. It's where the tournament series is. I know the guys who run it and um, the new England scene shows up big time. CEO. Also, we didn't say see, I love CEO, yeah. CEOs, CEO is hype, dude. CEO is hype. The Florida crowd is insane every year. And Genesis is a class. Genesis is our Evo is always kind of how I think about it. Like when I break it down, it definitely feels first, like that. It was the first yeah. real tournament series when you win or do well at a Genesis, it's like a huge deal in the community itself. So that's yeah. always how I felt about it. So that there makes sense. That's my, that's my breakdown.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think uh starting in Mexico for the world tour was super hype. Um I think Mexico is like a really underrated region. Yeah. Um I think a lot of people just like before the Smash World Tour, a lot of people would generally be like, Oh, Leo, Mexico, that's it, right? And yeah. and then Meister, um, You know, got top 10. Then it was kind of just like even more like, you know, eyes emoji on Mexico. And it's just like players, you don't get players that are that good from like a not so great region. Like that's, that's always like my mentality. And like I'm super big on like the aspects outside of the player, right? Like what makes a player good? There's a bunch of factors, like obviously, you know, just a talented player, you know, that that has very good work ethic, has a good mind for the game, has a good mind for improvement, right? That You need that, but you also need the surrounding environment to, like, do other things for the player. I think that's, like, a very big factor. Um, Obviously, that's something that I've, like, experimented with and, like, studied a lot since I'm a coach, right? So it's just, like, you know, you, you know obviously it gets even really deep with, like, you know, how, how they interact with their parents and stuff, but I'm not going to get into that. But more so just, like, how, like what the smash like their own smash community right because the smash community it's you know a very big encompassing thing it's throughout the whole world but there's a bunch of like sub smash communities in like different regions right like um obviously uh gavin you know jersey south jersey you know and then kind of going into tri-state when he goes to regionals and stuff that, that was the region he grew up in and obviously a incredible amount of talented players there um even backing since like it was like Tri-State pretty much dominated for Brawl and then, like, early Smash 4, right? So it's, like, um, you know, in terms of the environment Gavin grew up in, it he had a lot of opportunities with, like, a lot of, like, talented players, right? And, like, I don't know how deep it got in terms of, like, them teaching them, but I know in terms of, like, Leo specifically, like, Leo had, like, Javi teaching him. Like, his his literal family <laughs> played a bunch of Smash and taught him at a very, very young age. Yeah. So it's, like... And, and then even, like, just the Mexico scene in general, like, they just like, seem very helpful. They, like, help all their players out and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just, like, yeah, really I good players do. have to come from a very good Smash community, mm-hmm. in my opinion.
2: Yeah, it's, it's rare.
1: <laughs> I try to make eye contact with Charles. I
2: can't... <laughs> There's there we go uh yeah i was gonna say the same thing well it's kind of like how you get like this regional pride because it's like man that dude beats my ass every week i want to see him beat someone else's ass for a change you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, like what, <laughs> what? what? mars nair split kick other people i'm like that sucks but it's not me so that's pretty cool actually yeah. <laughs> uh, that, feels, that feels a lot better uh on somebody else than it does on me but you're right too it, it takes some um, and not that it's not mostly in my opinion it's mostly on the player themselves obviously to identify things and make their own changes and be coachable and, and figure out things but it does it takes it takes a bit of a region man to to make these things happen yeah. all together have locals regionals be good practice partners uh, all that good stuff like mm-hmm. it's just and I know this, before the pandemic Mars was going to weeklies pretty much every week light was too I know it's a big part of like their quote unquote workout regimen or whatever you want to call it <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it helps them out a lot so um yeah. here. Uh, I was
0: going to a lot of locals as well yeah
2: it helps man even even if you're winning them all even if you don't drop a game at a weekly, it's okay it's good yeah. to, it's good to stay fresh and it's good to be you know even if you're not practicing you know matchups per se or against certain you know specific things against people just being in that competitive mindset once a week or twice a week like it helps out a lot especially you get into these like these tight situations this last stock last hit yeah. like that's a skill like being able to handle yourself in that situation is a skill um that you need to hone or you're never going to clutch out those, those that's why everyone talks about how clutch is like the hardest thing it's so hard to learn how to be that's clutch. why
0: like but it, it the more memorable. the more events you're in the more Likely you're going to be put in those situations where you're actually able to get practice and experience with it. Like if you're not competing in a tournament, like too often, you're not going to get as much experience with with stuff like that. Like because you can't just Mm -hmm. be ready for that. You need like some experience.
2: Yeah. Just, I think experience, experience is the key word there, I think. Yeah, yeah
3: for sure. You'll yeah, sure. be like, oh, man, when I play with my friends, it goes the last, I, last hit all the time, and I, I can clutch it out against my friends, and then yeah. you know, the money on the line, the eyes on your yeah. hands just... Oh, my God. start What's thinking that about that other thing? shit, your you mind starts wandering. And,
2: just, that is... That is true fucking top player privilege is when the other person starts thinking, I'm about to make a huge upset it's going to be a big deal, and then it's a mental barrier that you're trying to overcome while trying to beat somebody else. You start thinking about other shit, Twitter followers, the tweet, everything (laughs) fucking starts (laughs) bubbling up, and you fucking lose your mind, and you start mashing back here, and you just die. And you lose, and then you go to losers like nothing ever happened. It's all fucking fantasy, you know? Yep. You literally yeah, you think, think of everything that's
1: not the match. You and then think the of top everything player... that's not going to win you the game. like.
2: True. It's so true, though. You got to be able to compose. Composure. There you go. That's another good word. That's another good buzzword for it in, in competition, for sure. The top player Composure. that you almost
0: beat wasn't even considering it a possibility after the fact. Yeah, just mm-hmm. chilling.
3: Like, like, oh, man, GG, see? Yeah, they're like, like,
0: yeah, like oh, what, yep.
2: what secondary should I go in my next round? Like,
1: <laughs> you know? What the yep. hell, man? Yeah, yep. this
2: true.
3: <laughs>
0: back
1: to the world
2: tour bro
0: back to the world tour
1: yes yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh,
1: damn we went down the rabbit hole dude
0: yeah charles was talking about like mexico as a region and i'm a i really enjoy like um the general stuff i see from mexico in in smash 4 and ultimate like um i talked about this like on during my stream um the general way they play the game not obviously not every single player but a very common thing i see from mexico is um in terms of general play style, they kind of remind me of Japan, like very defensive, um, um, but they do it with like different archetypes. With Japan, there's like a lot of zoners and stuff, but with, in Mexico, it's like a lot of sword fighters and a lot of stuff like that um, in both games. Um, so they're very like neutral, very defensive, you know, lots of sword characters or like something like Politana is like very similar in that category. Mm. Um, and I see a lot of that. So it's very interesting to watch because um, like sword characters or something or stuff like that is something like I've like had a lot of experience with as as well. Um so it just reminds me of like a you know, a way I would approach the game when I when I watched Mexico and it was very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, obviously Game Watch does not apply here, but <laughs>
1: <Madden>. <laughs> Well of course like not every player's gonna have that, but it it also gives more cred to Meister, in my opinion, because he, yeah like, he like struggles against anti type. So, like, the he does so well in yeah. that region is, like, mind-blowing to me. Just, yeah. like, really, really good player, it's, really that's understands why a, what to do.
2: That's why he's such a hardened soul and destroys all of our mashers, you know what yeah. I mean? We, we just can't help ourselves. We see shield, it's like a target. Like, we just swing at it, he's like, okay, great. Like, it sounds good to me, guys. Yeah, That's that's yeah. how he got good, though. It's kind of going back to what you were saying, Charles. His region made him stronger, because in order to fight Sword characters with Game of Watch, you gotta be really I mean, I you gotta give Meister a ton of credit. Every other Game of Watch I think in the world gave up on him except for Meister. And he did it in a region where it would have been so easy to throw in the towel and just be like, eh, I'm not fighting this Lucina, early on, especially. Early Lucina's Ike's Ivy Swords. Like, I'm just nope, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, even Belmont's at the time, like that could not have been fun. Um, but yeah, he did it, man. He he really did. So he became <laughs> he became the anti he was getting anti meta by his own character and then he became it yeah. himself. You know what I'm saying? Like like it just kinda came full circle. Like he yeah. earned it, you know?
3: Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, so who, um who who got I know the top four. Do you know the top the other top eight? Like the other four of the top eight?
2: Yeah, so it was let's see here. Leo, Spargo, obviously. Mm-hmm. meister chag who's amazing yeah Yeah, i know we all watched i know we all watched him in smash 4 as well
0: chag is like exactly what what i just described yep yeah like very Uh, strong neutral defensive player with politena like walls you out really good he's some really interesting confirms yeah he gets creative too with like up tilts and all that stuff Nair I love tilt. when Palo's do the narrow yeah.
2: so tilt. I, I think that's kind of swaggy to be honest. Dude, with he you. did this really like do. down
0: throw onto the Yoshi platform, landing there, up tilt on a tech away, and I was like, that was perfect. That was sick. <laughs> yep. Perfect.
2: Yep.
4: She, Just taking I advantage of like
1: the like, uh, yeah, because um, you know, even that's with good. the patches, they like kind of took away from Palo, but they gave her a little bit right, like yeah. they increased the uh, you know, knockback on up tilt and stuff like that. I for me, I love seeing that's perfect. Like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna use like my tools differently now right like obviously before i never wanted to falling there into up tilt, even though that was a thing before because it never killed but now it does so like now it's kind of just weird because some of the stuff you discovered before that like okay i can do this but why would i do this right and then it's like oh snap like they kind of moved some different values on the moves right where it's like now i maybe not want to fish for this but more so fish for that like it it was cool because you saw a lot of that happen in smash 4 with diddy too right where it's like they they nerfed him really hard obviously because he was like stupid broken but like then it's like okay instead of down tilt up air i'm gonna down tilt up smash now which kills later but like it still kills right yeah
2: yeah it was like switch everything with up air with a different move and now suddenly he's like because up yeah. air up air just did everything before it didn't matter pre-patch up air was yeah god dude yeah um that move let me see who you know there are a couple other people i really like watching you alan Dis the snake if you watch him that yeah. maybe yeah. by the way smash.gg needs dark mode i don't know if it hasn't i just haven't seen it but watch my <laughs> watch my face look at this this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, like, blinded by this sight. Anyway, uh, Alan Dick yeah. is super... Uh, yeah, good
0: snake. He and I really enjoyed watching his gameplay. hmm like I, like, I... He did I a bit of all, this, all the snake stuff. He he did a bit of everything.
2: hmm I watched him play against Meister, and you could tell he knows... He, he plays matchups really well is, like, the thing that I kind of noticed about him. Yeah. Is he, didn't really, he didn't pull grenades against Game of Watch, like, obviously you're not supposed to, but... He's playing against, I forget who else he was playing against, but I just really like the way he played matchups. Like he, he has a good eye for the game and for specifically playing against characters and not just having like a different, uh, like kind of try to approach, which I feel like I kind of do as a player, you approach every matchup the same way until it doesn't work. Then you kind of,
0: you have like your main general flow chart and like, it's not like matchups to some people. It's just like, hopefully my flow chart works. And like snake is the perfect character to fall into that habit because his flow chart is so generally strong but yes. um there's 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 matchups that aren't going to work like that and that's where a lot of people can crumble because they're not willing to play the matchup rather than play their character um and that's like the yep. real test of um you know a player like it, or it's it's like one of the real tests of a player cuz not every right. matchup is perfect so
2: yeah, sorry. That, that's how you get character specialists. You know, yeah. you see them do shit with your character, and you're like, how do they do that? Like, how do, that doesn't make any sense. It's because yeah. they, fig- they sit there and they grind it out. They don't, I don't know. You, you have options when you run into a tough matchup with the character. You can either you have three options. You can stick with it grind it out with your character. You can pick up a new character to try to figure it out, or you just keep losing.
1: Like, those are your three yeah. options. That's it. I don't like that third one. That uh, third one, a lot of people pick <laughs> it. Surprisingly, <laughs> kind of kind of, uh, yeah. a lot of people it pick it. But it's, just, it's because Popular they- option. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that but the third pick answer C is actually the most popular option in the it's community. It's like an 85%. Uh, a very strong 85% you know I mean? as we see here on the charts. It's, I think it's
0: a lot of people they 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 haven't actually acknowledged that like what we're talking about where they, they don't realize that the flow chart isn't working. They they view it as like very black and white and it's like okay this matchup sucks um like look when i do this it doesn't work instead of like you know like approaching it differently playing a new character like honestly that happens in every level of play top level low level like a lot of people are like they strictly view the game through their character's perspective and sometimes they have a hard time like you know breaking out of it
1: yeah yeah it's pretty common snake too yeah um with mid-level snakes because snake is a character where around like 70 to 80 percent of your matchups you can play the exact same way every Mm. single time he's probably one of the more like consistent top tiers i want to say not like in a matchup chart consistent way because i don't think that i'm saying like in terms of like how he plays his matchup like snake for the most part can always play his game that's a very like strong trait that not a lot of characters have a lot of other characters like um, They got to play, like, some certain way, and then it's, like... Molded a little oh, bit. Oh, well, but, like, against this archetype or this character, like, all these yeah. different archetypes, I have to, like, play more like this or more like that. Snake, um, you can usually play, like, the same way most of the time, which is why I think snake players get into, like, this kind of weird vortex of, like... And even, especially at mid-level, um, I'll even watch snakes, like, not know what to do if, like, their opponent's not coming into them. They're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I'm setting up all these grenades and you're not approaching me. Like, whoa, this mm-hmm. is like, this is crazy. Like, how am I supposed to apply pressure to you? You know what I mean? Obviously, that's like at the lower and mid-level. But um, but yeah, like I, I think that's a re- a big reason why the snake players kind of get trapped in that like thought vortex where they just like, I just keep doing this and I win right i just need to get really good at doing this particular thing yeah. and like that's how i will become a better snake player but actually it's more so like you need to get really good at like playing against characters that like destroy this strategy and that's kind of how you ascend because like obviously you still have to work on that base strategy too but like that's where you're going to get capped out in certain matchups or you know certain strategies
3: yep everybody to. i would play i would go to like my locals back when i played lucas Tells you like two years ago, and uh, I'll play against Snake, and it would be like, "Dude, Lucas, destroy Snake," and I'll just be like, "What?" And like, "You just absorb my stuff," and I was like, "Bro, just, like." Have you, you seen just, your <laughs> normals?
1: Have you, you like literally normals? like exactly. just rush someone down with press snake. down, like, down like, to it right that now? That is a thing. <laughs> you can use the wrong, like I it literally slapped I, me I, up
3: like this. Just an example. Like they'll be like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah, they a a reflector they they can absorb it. Like Game of Watch. Oh, they get a bucket if I use my grenades. Well, guess I lose. Like,
2: Yeah, and that was, and that's what I really like, kind of bringing it back to Alan Diss, because he played... I love it with snake. I call it it's like karate snake because he doesn't pull any grenades, he yeah. any explosives. Like he's just he's like trying to fight you. It's like it's kind of funny <laughs> to just watch. He's a
1: dude. He's, he's literally yeah, just yeah. a <laughs> dude.
2: Regular man, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's
1: it, it's, it's snake, bro. It's rock, yeah. it's lead, karate coming man. In hot. That's,
2: that's what I call him. He's a karate guy. Like he just karate <laughs> on you. Like that's it. He doesn't pull grenades or use guns or anything or explosive. But watching <laughs> him play, he played a good rob um big boss early in the tournament. Boss, yeah. He played that amazingly because he was taking the gyro. Throwing it in the air, which people don't do anymore. Everyone tries to get combos on Rob, which is also fine. But I think like a good strategy, a is a good is middle ground him. or
0: something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get
2: rid of it. Take it. Chuck it up. And now Snake suddenly wins neutral. Like that's what's happening. Yeah. And he played that matchup great. So he showed. It was awesome to watch him. That was the first match I commentated for him because. He showed that he knew how to play a matchup-specific shape, right? He wasn't just taking the gyro and throwing it back at Rob. That's cool. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And then he played Meister. He didn't pull a single grenade. I don't think. He, I think he pulled two throughout all three games because he got three of. I think it's, it's weird
0: Meister. because like the risk of pulling the grenade is so high, but part of me feels like sometimes you, you got to you got to you got to do it. It's, I
2: think you're good until he gets two. Once it gets two, then you got to stop. Like that's, yeah, that's yeah. it's 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 a stoplight. It's green, and then it's yellow. It's like all right, you got you can't speed through this. You're gonna, yeah. like you're gonna get red. Like you're gonna get It's gonna be bad if you keep going. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're fine to do that. A
3: wolf, wolf in the mid range sometimes has to shoot laser against Game Watch. Just
2: yeah, you have to. It's well with
0: obviously like I I can talk about the specifics of that matchup, but yeah, you can instead of using laser as like a like a zoning tool and like, you know, chipping away at your opponent. Use a laser as more of like a whiff punishing like reactionary move against Game mm-hmm. Watch. It's really good because if they're gonna do if they're gonna do bucket, you can kind of play reactionary uh, with it. And at a lot of ranges, Wolf can dash attack bucket from like across the stage. So that's like, you know, I think Snake had like obviously he can't just do like the same exact game plan as Wolf Laser because it's like not the same. But you know, like sometimes you gotta, you know, like let your opponent know that you're not afraid to like do, like, the dangerous thing and, like, kind mm-hmm. of find, like, a new use for it. Something like that yeah. is always interesting.
3: I also feel like you should already have, like, some sort of setup ready for, like, if if you throw the grenade and they decide to bucket. Yeah, Just, like, punish so, like, it. Yeah, you, like, hard punish it and they're, like, can I even bucket this anymore, and just
1: like yeah. that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> and then, like, do I want to do that again?
3: exactly?
0: Because now they're not just going to like see an explosive and just bucket it, like maybe they either. won't even yeah. try it next time. Like, that's like it's, very interesting stuff.
2: It becomes a whole mind game, it becomes yeah. a lot more interesting than just trying to box it out, you know what I mean? Which is, you know, it's two different ways to kind of approach it, is either you kind of gamble with the tools that you have, or you, you take a whole new approach to it. I think yeah. he did a good combo of both, honestly. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, it's still Meister in a favorable, a favorable matchup for Game of Watch, which is going to be really hard to overcome anyway. But yeah. It is what it is. So yeah. yeah I just right. fun to watch and Nair too. Oh sorry, I don't know if you guys have. Oh Nair, about, but Nair, Nair's sick. Nair's yeah, obviously yeah. sick. To Big watch. boss Nair. Nair, there's
0: um, uh, there should be And characters,
2: man. it. Andre did not. Yes. Cloudy. No, he, he qualified he last chance he got knocked out he but he still had the, the last chance qualifier i
0: thought he, i yeah. thought andrick won the well oh,
2: i think they both did right i think two oh yeah there's two yeah, yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah that's so
1: andrick and cloudy qualified. in my memory i don't know oh, okay okay
2: okay. cloudy's really good i'm sure you're watching th- hand markets but he's really i remember seeing andrick
0: first cloudy though or really do they good. both make it and it's just for seeding
2: yeah, I think they played each other like in the the proper bracket, and then they both qualified through losers. I think that's how it went. I haven't looked at it. Because the was, last oh, set we, we watched, week, Charles
0: yeah. was Andrik versus Cloudy in the last chance, and Andrik won. So what does that mean? I
1: know that for sure. Just he gets a better seating. He gets a better seating. Oh, so top two from last chance qualifier qualify.
0: Okay, I got it. Okay,
1: so, so top two from last chance qualifier, just like top six, but they're. When it's top two and they're fighting it out, they're fighting for their season. Got it.
0: So those are two oh more God. players. There's Nair, Big Boss. And that's probably I think that's most of
1: the players. Barville, Leo, sense.
2: Meister, Chag, Nair, Alan Diss, uh, Stronghold.
1: Uh yeah. Big Boss. We're gonna have Ridley. That's so dude. Time, dude. stronghold
2: the uh Mario. Mario, yes. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay. Dude, I was just, I pulled up the online qualifier. I didn't even know this was a page. I like kind of accidentally clicked on it, but the most used characters, the top five Pyra and Mythor were number one, 120 uses in the bracket. Oh my God! Game and Watch second at 85. Rob after that at 69. Rob is
0: always, always.
2: Yeah, he will be. Yep, absolutely. Then Snake and Cloud are the last two. It's interesting cuz wow. we'll kind of get this data for like what a region kind of plays yeah. as in terms of well, characters. yeah, what they like. And kind of, it's it's pretty cool actually. I didn't even think about yeah. the data Sure PG stats is like fuck it. Obviously, dude. Like that's a huge part of this. Like yeah. you know, kind of see what yeah. what characters represent what regions and vice versa. So, that's pretty cool. I didn't even know that was a page. Rob is always page. like one of
0: the most popular characters every time. Every tournament, every yeah. region, yep. like every time.
2: He's good. He's a really really good character. He has
1: everything.
2: He's so <laughs> dude, he's one of those characters I love to punch his face though you know it's so satisfying to hit him yeah i love getting robbed i love so that matchup so
0: much i love <laughs> yeah,
2: that <okay>. matchup.
1: <laughs> so i i think this will be uh, actually we'll finish talking about world tour but like um another topic i want to like go into is like if like if we could like buff slash nerf characters i think that would be like a fun thing to talk about Why <laughs> why not um, but sure. like so for for but i do want to have like a, a little bit more talk about smash world tour i thought it was really fun to watch leo's myth or Pyra, even though it was like mainly pyro it was yeah. different um, yeah it was Pyra. Uh, his pyro was really fun to watch it was just really cool to you know just see leo um leo's bylith is also like surprisingly really really dude, fun to watch it's I don't so know, good why that should get buffed, that
2: buffed dude? that's insane dude. Dude, okay. dude.
1: he made he made the upbeat look like so broken for recovery I was, like there were so many times i was like yeah leo's dead and you just see like whoop and you're like <laughs> all the way from downtown like just clip and then like he makes i'm like dude this is so crazy yeah and then he could also do it on wall stages too like be really really low and just like clip onto the wall and he would do like some kind of planking stuff that's like Not as broken as one-wing Sephiroth, but, like, still had, like, some decent mix because you had... But, like, he would still obviously get punished for it here and there, right? Yeah. Um, Off the re-grab on reaction or whatever. But, like, still, it was, like, really cool to watch. And, like, dude, it's just... It's... To me, it's so... Like, I've had this opinion on Leo for a very long time. I think, obviously, like, just ranking-wise, he's the best. But I also think just in, in the individual departments, I think his strongest department is spacing. I don't think there's any other player that, like is better than him at spacing like that. And like, that is a very big category in smash. Spacing applies to a lot of situations. Yeah. Um. And like, I just, Leo is just the best at it. And like, when you look at his repertoire of characters and in, in the history, like he all makes abuses sense. it so hard. Yeah. Okay? Like his smash for Marth, like tippering you at 50, like over and over again. Like it wasn't a coincidence. Like he's just really good at hitting a very specific space on a move. And like Byleth kind of gives me those feels where I'm just like, wow leo's leo's getting rewarded pretty hard for getting like this tipper bear or this tipper fair he's like killing people mad early like or even like the forward smash catching like ledge jumps with forward smash tipper i'm just like holy shit this is uh this damn (laughs) i didn't think very highly of when she came out like at all. i thought she was like dog shit actually like because her air i thought she was bad i I thought she was really bad. I didn't think um, she was
2: very good either. I was not um, impressed. I was I like, hold man. The L.
1: I was. I thought she was, I was okay. I thought she was fine. I will hold that L though. I was wrong. Um, no, you were. She got buffed. We were right. She's bad. Yep. Was oh yeah, you right. yes, I have that option select. <laughs> I was right. Sick, dude. Those buffs really like came through Obviously, everything. The buffs. every
0: move, got buffed, like everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then we, and it's proof because Leo did well at Smash 4. Yep, yeah, so we know that these buffs are in full effect proof. getting like, soft, you know, top two. All
3: right, anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I had a uh, conversation with the former uh best player in Smash 4, and uh, I was watching Leo versus. I'm not 100 sure, but I think it was Salem. I was standing next to him, and I was like, you know, it's really weird that Leo has these certain habits that you you won't really notice unless like you're you're staring at his gameplay and you're like kind of in awe of it. And you're like, but he rolls in this specific spot, or he does this in this spot. Oh, and the realized, Leo roll. yeah. The yeah,
1: Leo yeah. Roll.
3: And I realized that it's because he plays from a specific distance always and his spacing because he plays from that distance so often he is so comfortable in that distance and nobody like it's why he's so successful like nobody in the world can contest him from a certain distance on the screen it's it it's just how it goes and he was like yep and i was like what and he's like yeah i mean of course i know that because you know he was the best and he would be lay all the time but it was just something that that I don't think a lot of people have noticed. I mean, obviously, you've noticed because you just said something about the spacing. But he, he plays from a specific distance. And if you let him play from that distance, then he's going to win the interaction.
1: Yep.
2: He does a, in, in terms of spacing, like, it, it's a little bit, not a little bit. It's a lot of knowledge based too. Like, he knows where, like, if you swing at him in the air, he knows if he has to pull the trigger or an air dodge or something or move back or jump or whatever used like he saves resources really well by knowing the spacing so well you know what i'm saying which gives him more options and more a better flow to his gameplay overall and i mean you want to talk about spacing uh excellent you know sword uh sword player from mexico spargo he won the damn tournament <laughs> yeah. dude and yeah. he's just mm-hmm. it's 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 wow, deja vu okay. all over again, man. It really is. You see this, this cloud from Mexico just tearing it up, and I, I, he's the real deal, man. He really I, is. And I'm glad he proved it, too, because for a while, people were saying, mm, nah no, nah, nah, Spargo, he's just a Wi-Fi cloud or whatever, spamming up B. He got to prove that shit. He's, yeah. he's the real deal. He plays quite fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's fun to watch. Yeah. I have a good time. Yeah. This, this, and,
0: uh, it's for cloud probably. standards, it's faster than normal. Yes, it's more like I don't even know a, a fast sort. It's like almost like Roy or something.
1: I can confidently say, like he is the best Cloud. Even if like Tweak or Leo like would were to pick up Cloud, like right now, obviously like it could be different with some time or whatever. But like if if like Gavin or Leo play Cloud and Spargo play Cloud, I think Spargo would have the best Cloud. And like that that takes a lot yeah i i like i like know (laughs) i know how good gavin and leo's cloud is even if they don't play them or play the character like just like their fundamentals and like their like even past experience with cloud in smash 4 and just kind of generally knowing like what to replace in the game um that that takes a lot for me to say that about someone's club um and yeah, it's it I I think it's just absolutely true. I think he's the best Cloud by far. Um even in terms of just like how he uses like all the new ultimate tools. Um and I for me, um I can watch for like I have I have a very specific way I look at the game. Um I can watch a player and they can like, you know, beat certain top players, right? Like they can have the results, but like for me to kind of like bridge that from like high level player to top level player for, for that bridge in, like, the way I see the game, like, you have to have, like, you have to meet certain criterias when I'm watching you play. It's not just your results. I need to, like, I need to see, like, how you move. I need to see how you push advantage. I need to see how you get out of disadvantage, right? Like, how do you play yep. every aspect of the game, and how are you going to be able to apply that to be consistent in an offline tournament environment? And, like, Spargo is starting, for me at least, to, like, hit all those check marks. And especially when I see Spargo's movement, um, I talk about this a lot. Like, top-level players have purposeful movement. They don't just, like, they don't just move to move, and they have have very specific staggers when it matters, right? Like, they know when to stop moving. They know to, like, when to, like, go into, like, I'm pure reaction mode. I'm not moving. I'm, like, Mm -hmm. solely just, like, in the zone, like, just trying to react here, right? Like, they know when and where to do that and where to, like, mix in movement like that as well. And also, they know how to, like, move like that to the point where it's so fast that they can, like, keep doing different reps to, like, give you, like, they have speed mix-ups. Like, they're playing the game so fast that they're using the literal speed of how they're moving to mix you if you're, like, at that higher or top level of player. Like, if, like, they start doing the mix-ups where it's, like, oh, you're a good player. Like, I'm going to literally use your reactions against you, right? (laughs) So it's, like, and I see, I'm, like, starting to see Spargo do that, where, like, his movement has a lot of purpose to it, and he has the speed, and he's starting to understand, like, certain, like, reaction windows of where like top players react in certain situations so um yeah like that for me to say that about a player like i don't i don't hand that out easily like it it takes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes a lot for me to like say that about somebody's play are you um, saying and... you think highly
2: of uh, mk leo and tweak's play is that what you're saying right now
1: Controversial yes. opinion. Hot take Actually, no. They're, they're trash. No, no. <laughs> like, obviously, I've, I've thought about that. Like they've had that since Smash Four. Obviously, yeah. right? Like they have to play at that level at Smash Four. But like, um, yeah. Like it. It seems like a very simple thing. Like purposeful movement that's very fast, but has like specific staggers. Uh, but like that's very, very hard to do. It's very hard to do. It takes like an extreme. It. It. it the. The speed part takes sheer amount of just playtime. Like if you play the game a lot, you can get that speed, but like you don't like the purpose, you don't get that unless you have the experience. Like you could you mm-hmm. could just grind all the time and you could play super super fast, but you don't know like why you're doing it in those specific situations, right? Like you the, the purpose yeah. isn't there. So it's like a, it's a combination of like sheer amount of playtime and like having that experience. And on top of that, Spargo's like extremely young. So he's like he's starting to like He's starting to have this at an extremely young age, and like, newsflash: a lot of like top players and stuff like that, like Gavin had that too when he was like growing up, when he was very young. Like he like achieved that level when he was yeah. extremely young, and like, it's super broken. Like, <laughs> Leo too, right? So it's yeah, like you're yeah. you're looking at like sure. the best players in Smash in terms of like, I, but my main point is like, does history repeat itself? And like, I'm here to say like, if I were to put money on it, like, yeah. So Hell it's yeah, like, dude. um, I think. Like there are just a very few things that like Spargo will have to adjust to. Like there are specific online situations that you can't do offline, right? And like he plays so much online that I think his biggest for him, the biggest hurdle when offline tournaments do come back is just making sure you don't do like those very specific Wi-Fi habits. and I'm not saying he's carried by Wi-Fi, but there are things you do on Wi-Fi that you can get away with that you cannot get away with um, on yeah. offline. You know what I mean, and like, I sure. mean, me, like I said, me and Gavin talked about this, and one one example Gavin brought up in terms of like Wi-Fi, it's like roll into reversal. That does not happen offline. I'll tell you right now, you're getting ledge trapped by a top ten player. You will never, <laughs> you will never get a roll into like cloud forward tilt, like because that forward tilt also takes well, a lot of time, right? So it's like yeah, that'll never happen, right? But like I'm, so it's like like those little like specific situations. They don't necessarily carry Spargo, but he's got to be very aware that, like, he cannot get away with that on in an offline, like, LAN environment, right? So, and, and I mean, that's not even that hard, too, right? Like, you just, you'll generally know what's better on Wi Fi, but you just got to, like, adapt your play to it. But, like, he has, like, the core base stats to do that. So yep. it's like, I, I definitely think he can do it. You should talk to... about what
0: makes fighting each competitor special, like, against their play styles and shit. Yeah, I was actually just thinking about stuff like that. I was, like, they were talking about Leo spacing. It's like, it sounds like we're talking about like superheroes or something. It's like such a, they're, like, <laughs> they're, like this top player is like really good at this specifically. Like no one else is that good mm-hmm. at it. It's like as a, a a general Smash fan, like that's just so like cool, and I I love talking about yeah. stuff like that. So uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's up to everyone else, but yeah, the oh, war yeah, was. Oh, so I'm, down to, I'm down to go through the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially especially you three like you guys like i could definitely see you guys having very specific things to say about stuff like that
2: yeah let's do it hell yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah sure. i mean you're the one who plays them well i mean i played a couple of them but it doesn't quite go the same way uh i'm sure there's levels that are missing when we're playing each other but when i watch them i know what's going on playing is a whole thing. i think everyone feels that way
1: uh, playing is very different you can't like uh yeah. it's it's way especially when like you're playing someone better than you and you have to like you have to like go 120 and they're going like 40 and like you're just like barely keeping up or whatever right like you yeah. don't have like the mental processing to like understand like be able to like after the game be like oh yeah that one specific scenario blah blah, blah and then this into this like you're just like oh man like it's a blur just putting so much mental effort into like trying to react and shit like <laughs> it's, right it's just like a blur. That's why you got
2: watch when you're... the pods that's why you gotta watch VODs. Right. i think that's right. like the best one of the best ways to approve it's not actually just playing. I think I think watching pause is like so are important. We, like, I don't know, I think there's some person does it. What's are we up? going one
3: through ten or are we going ten through one? Because we already did one. Are we
2: actually doing, we did, oh,
0: we're
3: yeah. Actually doing this? Yeah I'm
0: down,
2: I'm
3: down to do it. This
1: is this <laughs> is like my favorite shit about Smash yeah. because right. like people literally like craft their playstyle around their strengths that that's yeah. like a very common thing and like people think like oh yeah that only happens at lower level like no top level player like they they definitely abuse that crap like, they 100 <laughs> percent do it
0: Ten through one. Start with light. What what do you guys
1: want, Chat? Start with light. People people want to hear about light. Wait,
0: is light number ten or something else? He's number ten. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs)
2: Light is fucking he's an amazing parrier for sure. Second best in New England next to me. Uh (laughs) he's really good. Uh
1: no, he's, the way he
2: controls the tempo of the game, I think, is the best thing about Light. In terms of the way he puts pressure with his movement and his defensive tools, you saw a lot in Smash 4 too when he had the perfect pivoting on lock. And he, keep, he keeps that up in ultimate. So to me, it's about pacing uh, in the game. And his reactions, yeah, that's a good point. He's great at up-smashing is probably the other thing. The <laughs> he's not... really good at up-smashing. Really he, talented at up-smashing. What's weird about his
3: up-smashes is that like, he'll, like, he'll do like, empty hop, and he'll just sit in front of his shield for like, a second and a half and just be like, I think it's time to up smash and that joint just hits and you're like
2: it's the pacing shit dude he just knows he knows when people get antsy like he understands the flow of the game super super well in my opinion
0: my favorite two things about light other than like the obvious one is like tech chase machine dude does not miss a tech chase like, he's
1: the best i think he when he's on point he's oh yeah it's kind of like entirely like, the whole like fox
0: killing question and debate is like like it's always very interesting because, like technically, like it should be pretty easy, but then like sometimes there's weird moments. But with light, it's like he, if he gets the opportunity, it's a kill confirm basically, like all the time. Um yeah, the other thing did. about light, this was especially in four. I think I'm just more used to him now, like when I watch him. But in four, he would do really strange things for the time. But after he'd do them, I'd be like, that that made sense. That was optimal. Like that was great. Mm-hmm but like every other fox never saw stuff like that he'd do crazy weird options crazy combos crazy follow-ups and i'd be and then i would be like what the heck like in the moment but then after it happened i'd be like yeah like i think I, i think i would try to do that too like i think that's that's like optimal and makes sense like it's it's just crazy like for such a basic character like fox it felt like he really got creative with it That dude
3: be putting you in some weird positions. Really weird spots. Weird spots. You're like, what? How did I even end up here from a down tilt at three? Yeah. I'm at 60 at like this 45 degree angle and I have to make an immediate decision and he's going to react to whatever I do. It's like, "Mm, it's tough. It's tough. It's
2: tough. And I think too with him, he came into Smash Four a little late. Like he yes. did not start like he didn't like come from Brawl and then move into Smash Four. He didn't even start when Smash Four started. He kind of came in halfway through. I don't know if you guys like knew when he really <laughs> entered the scene. So I think that's kind of where this unique perspective comes from. And and I mean, first off, he's a beast at a couple of other games. He's really good at Dragon Ball Fighters. I don't know if you guys knew that too. But he's just like good play. at games. Yeah, he's good. Like he saw like we did um there's a big uh, Connecticut regional that was held at one of our casinos here and it had a ton of fighting games. He got second in fighters and first in smash. Like it was, he, he's really good at games. And I think since he wasn't like one of those legacy foxes that like kind of grew up and played the character the whole way through, yeah. I think he brought like a unique perspective to it. And that sure. kind of added up to that funky shit that he, that he freestyled, yeah. you know, his, his way to in, uh, in four. And that carried forward to ultimate too. Cause he's, you know, one of the few people making that character work still, so, as best he can, so... I want to hear what Charles
0: has to say, especially because he's a Fox
2: player. Mm-hmm. I need to hear Charles' thoughts uh, on hey, Light.
1: I... Okay, so... I will I will come out, and I will say, I think I know, like, of everyone here, I know the most about Light. And I think that's mainly because of Fox player. I understand has like, from his region, but, like, yeah. okay, let me... Let me let me to deny it Let me let me literally break down like what makes. Well, I have
2: wireless headphones. I heard that whole oh, fucking show. let me tell you, you want to take your watch it. <laughs> no you probably watched him more than i did honestly i mean i watched him when i commentated him and when he played at a region but so i only watched like his main tournaments you probably watched pretty much everything he did
1: i I'm watched probably him a lot, the biggest wrong. fanboy here yeah. yes probably, yeah, <laughs> I, anyway I so I'm the, biggest, I'm the biggest i'm the biggest void
2: fan uh i know the most about void uh if you guys have any questions about him let me know
1: you know his we combos came, are sick right like, we came
2: from hawaii together you know we grew uh, up <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, go up, go up. I know you guys okay.
2: as a fox player it's different. It is actually different. Like cause you yes. play the character.
1: So Light revolutionized Smash 4 Fox, and I will say this, I didn't like it. At first I didn't like it. Um Dude, when I watched That's what I'm
0: saying. Like it was weird,
1: man. It was weird. I, the first time I watched Light, I was like, this fox is Dog shit. He plays smash <laughs> stick. I, I, Now, uh, I, I might like sound kind of like an asshole, which like sometimes I can be, but like I I watched him. He was playing void at shine, and I was like, void better not lose this fox. This fox sucks. sucks. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, this fox is so bad. Like he's playing smash stick. He's like not doing perfect pivot tilt combos. Like he was at that moment, like the Fox community in Smash Four thought it was figured out. We all thought Fox was figured out. You run tilt stick, you do these perfect pivot um tilt combos. Like that's how it is. That's how that's how like the blueprint is. Don't go off the blueprint. You you gotta like this is the optimal shit. We already figured it out. And then light came in, he was like, What? You guys like there's so much more to this character, right? And like, as someone that's like, you know, from brawl and like thinks that you know he knows all about the game or whatever, I I just didn't like how he was playing. I was like, that's you you don't do that. Like, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and then and then like he he beat Void, and I was so pissed I Mr. Void. I was like, how'd you lose that fox? He was so bad. And then Void was like, no, dude, he's I think he's really good. And then like, the more I watched the Void light,
4: knew.
1: yeah, Void knew. Void New. Of course. The more course. the more I watched the Light, I was like. Wait a minute. He's doing like fair drag down and then he reacts on the tech chase, right? So it's like before, like we, like no one would go for that, right? And then since he has smash stick, his tech chase up smashes are more consistent. Cause like, here's the thing about tilt stick it's like, it's optimal. You, it's on paper, if you are a robot, it's optimal, right? Cause you never fuck up your up smashes, you never fuck up your smash attacks, right? But I will tell you right now, we're not robots, right? So it's like, in a human perspective, yep. when you take. When you take Smash Stick, you are you are saying whatever your yellow stick is, that's consistency, right? So it's like you look and you only can set it to one thing. You can't have two. So it's like, OK, if you're a tilt stick C-sticker, like you're going to have very consistent tilts, right? But your Smash text will be less consistent. But if you go with Smash Stick, it'll be vice versa, right? Um, Light goes with Smash Stick in Smash 4. He loses access to perfect pivot tilt combos. But when he tech chases, when he gets, like, his up smashes, like, he never misses any of them. Like, he always gets his up smashes. And light Light's specific play style, the reason why I think going into Ultimate, he was by far the best Fox and nobody else came close is because the way he played Fox in Smash 4, um, it like, the, that is the way you're supposed to play Fox in Ultimate. That's actually the optimal way to play Fox. And, like, it wasn't necessarily the optimal way to play Fox in 4. Right, because you lost so much stuff. But like in Ultimate, you didn't have perfect pivot tilt. So it was like literally like just perfect for him. Yeah. Obviously in Smash 4, he still made it work. And it was like kind of a throw up at the end of Smash 4, like who was better? And I actually think Light just got better placements at the end of Smash 4 yeah. over Larry. Um yeah. so it was like, but it was like hard to tell. There wasn't a very little there was a very little amount of data. It was like kind of still a toss-up, but like on paper, Light was like the best box at the end of Smash 4. But like he made it work with his playstyle and went for more like tech chase stuff with like fair drag downs instead of extending with perfect pivots, more so turning like, oh, instead of like doing this perfect pivot combo, which automatically nets me 80, I run Smash Stick, but like I'm also just really good as a player at tech chasing. So I'm gonna set up this fair drag down and you know go for that. So I think Light is he he like he spiced up the Fox meta in Smash 4 like to a crazy amount to the point where at the end of Smash 4, I didn't think Fox was done. Like being yeah. developed because yeah. of the shit light did he did and was your like, eyes a little crazy. Crazy. you mix both of them right like it was it was crazy, like the fox wasn't done being developed, and then just going in ultimate, like I said, playing Fox the way he did was like optimal in ultimate because we lost perfect pivot, we lost a bunch of stuff, right, and like I just think light as a player he's just really good at tech chasing he understands like the mental aspect of the game really well in a sense of like he knows how when to land up smashes up smash with fox is just extremely laggy so if you don't know when and where to use it it's like you're going to get fucked really hard like he, like sexy. sometimes he has to guess sometimes like fox just has to get that read and he's like so good at getting that read he knows exactly when you're scared of like fox's certain options and stuff and like he just plays the game really fast i think like in terms of like fox is lights like, perfect character i i really don't see (laughs) light playing another character um like he he might for certain matchups or whatever but in terms of like what character fits him and his strengths it's like fox by a long shot like by an absolute long shot he he has the speed to like completely overwhelm his opponent if he needs to he like knows when people are scared and knows when to like take advantage of that and like nail the up smash and then on top of that like his reactions are so good, specifically at tech chasing when he's on point, like he just doesn't miss. And on top of all that, he prefers to play with smash stick, which like strengthens all of those things he likes to do. So it's, it's like, a, yeah. it's a cool, like light is such a cool example of like, you can like say, like imagine lights POV, right? Like, Oh cool. I want to get into smash goes into like a Fox discord, looks at all this stuff. It's like, yep, this is all the stuff that, yeah, it's already figured out. This is here. Just do this. And you win. Yeah. And then lights like, well, I kind of like playing like this and I like playing with these settings and I don't like tilt stick I like smash stick and like he literally like pioneered his own way to play the character when the game was like already developed in a sense or like we thought it was developed right and like has even said he came in like halfway through Smash 4 so yeah. it's like I think it's so cool that like I think that's what makes Smash so like cool and unique. And I, you can definitely do this in other fighting games as well. But like, st- like Smash has like so many different stats like going on like on a hit and like so much crazy like attributes. Like if you just look on Ultimate Frame Data and like look at literally like weight, fall speed, gravity, like it's it's literally overwhelming. Um, and it's so cool to see players like like kind of gravitate towards their own strength and like do different strategies that like usually or like are seen like not. To not write or like that's not how you're supposed to do it, and they just like come in and you're just like actually I'm just gonna fucking do it, no. and you got to hold that L. It's like I don't know, it's it's, it's so cool. Yeah. It's it's like it's anime as fuck. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you were uh you guys were West Coast like Fox Heaven. You know, you're Larry, Charlie, Eon. Yeah, we uh, thought we had it all we, figured out. It was like we bought like yeah, Fox. yeah. Like, you guys had the best Foxes, and this this uh, punk from New England comes around, and you know he starts ca- making some waves and shit. You're like, no, he's not even. Even when he was getting results, nope, he's not the real deal. And it takes, honestly, So I have so much respect for the kid. Don't ever tell him I said that because he'll never let me live it down. But I have so much respect <laughs> for the kid because he yeah. did stick to his guns. And he made, you know, the Smash 6 style, it was a little controversial for him to do that. But I saw him when I was a believer... And I told him this, I was like, I saw him do a perfect pivot down smash to catch a re-grab of the ledge. And I was like, I'm sold. You're right. Yep, that's great. And you You couldn't do that with tilt
1: stick. You couldn't do that with tilt stick. So he was literally like, oh, well, you guys do perfect pivot like tilts to extend cobbles. Like I can literally like do perfect pivot into like react two frame. And like you cannot do that input. Like you cannot do perfect pivot smash attack you had to do it with the C-Stick. So you had to, you only had access to one or the other. And yeah, like I said, like even for me, like I remember like at first, like when I saw him, just, I had no respect for him. I was like, this is, this is stupid. Like blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, you know, like after the next couple of matches and like just seeing what he was doing and like seeing how he was growing as a player, like he was like one of the players that I had the most respect for. I was like, dude, that, that takes so much hard work to do to like revolutionize a character like that. You know what I mean? And I don't, it's just, he's definitely like one of my favorite players just to like watch as like someone who loves like playing and watching fox but even just like play style wise it's so cool for him to like apply and like almost force like his play style into like viability almost it's like it's so sick to yeah
2: see.
0: yeah it's like I
1: stubbornness think, dude
0: i think like for has like seeing light the way he played like probably wasn't as weird but for me when i'm first seeing it like i didn't know like like I didn't know exactly when he started playing and all that, for so for Has it might make sense that he plays so different, but for me I'm just like, every, every, like in the moment whenever he'd do something different I'd be like wait, like I've seen Fox a million times like this isn't what I'm used to.
2: Yeah, it's so, weird. Um, it took a while. I remember. So everyone, New England has a bunch of subregions, you know, all the different states that we have. So Connecticut was starting to make a lot of noise about Light because he started beating Lingling, Ling, who was you know previously always number one in Connecticut for Brawl and Smash Four. Light, we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So we had our big regional in Massachusetts, which had nine members of the, the New England PR uh, at the moment. And I think Light beat every single one of them in that bracket <laughs> after we all talked shit about him, including myself. Um wow, <laughs> banger three-game set. Yeah, my, Mars included when Mars was number one. Um, he tore through that bracket, man. And he he got, he got went to losers. And at this point, I'm a little convinced that he did it on purpose just so he beat everyone's ass. Oh, my God. That's how, it, that's how he is. I don't no, know. It's not, that's the
1: light thing to do. Yeah, like we'll do, do we that
2: even, shit. It's it's a strong ass region. We're, you know, we're we're a tough region for sure and he beat everybody. He beat everybody and we're like, "Oh fuck. We have two we have two knuckleheads to cheer for now." You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah, great, now we got to figure out how to cheer for him and Mars at the same time or whatever, but yeah, yeah. he's he's brilliant obviously.
1: He's built different. He's definitely He built is. <laughs> he's the
2: definition of that.
1: Yes, 100%. Dude,
2: he ran that bracket. <laughs> I was so I was so upset I lost him because I was like oh man I just lost it. he's not even ranked. Or whatever. There's, a timeline, there's a timeline.
0: There's a timeline where you stopped his like. Top Did you 10. see that tweet
2: that I made? I was like oh I was no so- I, you know, I didn't I like, see that really I tweeted that like a year or two ago. I was like, There's a timeline in which I beat him and he lost. He's out of the tournament. And no one cared anymore. He and never played it. again. I'm sure he would have continued at it, but that is a timeline that certainly could have. Yeah, been it's just there. such a funny, funny thought. Mm-hmm. And he was so good against Bayo, which was a problem for me, obviously. He was so good at that matchup, which is a very, obviously, very volatile, four-fox-only matchup. So, yeah. insane. He's crazy.
3: Yeah. Who, oh. Number is nine. Next. Oh. the buzz? Samuel Buzzity? Let's talk the about Wo- I'm so... starting
0: first. I'm starting oh. first. <laughs> oh, he's got oh. some words. Okay, okay. With some words? I, uh, I literally grew up fighting the buzz, so. Yeah. yeah? With, like, every, like, multiple, like... More than one game, like multiple characters, like there are some very unique stuff to the buzz that took a while for me to appreciate. Because when you're younger, you just like hate losing to, to the buzz, and like it's super annoying, and like you're like, oh my god, this the guy's so Show you the
1: real world of Smash. I yeah. couldn't imagine.
2: I couldn't imagine like, that's your rival. That's so hard. That's yeah, so difficult. Very for a young difficult, Smash player. especially Holy when you're shit.
0: young, man. Like, you, like there's so many like young player habits and stuff, and the buzz just like just slaps you up for it. Um, yep. Yeah, oh yeah. So he, he's ruthless. He absolutely is. He is like like remember when we were talking about the snake and like the, that type of archetype game plan where it's like this works against a lot of players? Like he like has perfected that type of shit.
3: Like yes, and like absolutely. even
0: to the point where like the matchups that it's not supposed to work, it will work. Um and there's a bunch of really specific stuff to the buzz where um he has really great risk reward um like scaling
1: like probably some of the best you, of this the players is, right yeah th- this is one this is a situation you
0: guys are gonna know about especially if you watched if you've watched his rosa have you ever seen him when he when he um goes to the corner without luma and just shields and lets you throw him off stage have you yeah i'm sure you've seen him do that a million times mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. dude i It's such a weird situation. So I would throw him off stage because I'm like, okay, you're shielding. Like, I'm going to grab you. Um, But part of me feels like I'm losing for it because I'm giving him time to get Luma (laughs) while he's recovering. Like, stuff like that is, like, pretty exclusive to the Buzz, and I I hated it. So I'm like, this feels like it should be a great situation for me. But, like, I felt like I'm falling into his hands. Like, there's a lot of situations like that with the Buzz. Activated his trap card, dude. That's exactly exactly
2: what he wanted. I will take 10 damage to get my luma back exactly i'll take eight damage to get my luma back it's so it's like um and we talked about this before but it's like fatality recovery he's like i will take 20 damage to put my feet back on the stage you can upair yeah. me twice you send me higher that's fine but if you send me off stage i'm I'm done it's like a melee recovery yeah you know, i'll i'll take that 30 damage but you give me back on stage give me some rage it's not gonna be good for you and
1: that's it sounds
2: it's almost exactly what the buzz yeah. does to yeah. man it, yes, I love stuff up that. In.
1: keep up airing me yeah
2: Please, go ahead what? keep up airing me
1: i'm diing up and in on your combo keep up airing me until <laughs> your last stop yeah. is gone it
2: doesn't matter dude.
3: The bus has some of the best disadvantage of any top player. Yeah, it's no. it sounds crazy. Kind of goes like, hand
0: in hand with the risk reward, right? Yeah, um. yeah,
3: for sure. Like you'll watch him and you'll be like, he about to drift in, air dodge, drift back out, and he'll like start drifting in. And you're like, here comes the air dodge, and he'll double jump. He'll be like, all right, well now he doesn't have a double jump. It's cool. Now he's gonna do it, and he just like falls with down air with like down air, and you're like, bro, that was so unsafe, but like. In your head, you're like, "Yo, did he just read me like <laughs> that many times in a row?" Like,
2: yeah, like it. When it's it's like a very philosophical question with the buzz. It's like, wh- is he really in disadvantage? Am I just always in disadvantage yeah. against him? Like, what what the hell happened? Like, yeah. how, how this how how do I not feel good about being in an advantage state against him?
3: Yeah, it's really weird. It's a weird feeling. Like he he loves the corner. But once yeah. he plays against someone that
2: what a statement on its own
3: knows that he loves the corner, he uses that to his advantage. So it'll be like they know that I want to go for the corner, so I'm gonna land in the corner and buffer a spot dodger, buffer a roll or something, just because I know they're gonna immediately swing or immediately grab or something like that. And I, it's just interesting because Rose is so floaty, and Alomar also like terrible disadvantage. disadvantage, literally they're, terrible. They're, they're awful. But yeah. somehow, he always finds a way to land. Yes, and, uh, Their recoveries aren't even that good either. They have yes. no hitboxes. But he finds a way to recover. It's, yeah. it's
2: insane. He kind of invents it, too. Like, we would talk about Light being an innovator with Fox. I mean, he, without DeBuzz... Well, Myron, too, obviously. But without DeBuzz, Olimar, and... Rosa, Rosa wouldn't even be a character in this game. Rosa, nobody, Rose nobody, for nobody sure. would be touching that character. Yeah, and, I
1: can't yeah I was... plays Rosa in Japan. Like, in, like, Shantana, yeah. in terms yeah. of like our meta, yeah, like yeah. the yeah. weapon meta. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. Good point.
2: But he just like the way he looks at the game. He just he breaks it down, man. He just he, like you said, it seems like he always has an answer, and that's because he's done the work. You know what I mean? He truly has. I mean, he's gained the reputation as one of the smartest players, if not straight up the smartest player that we have in Smash. Uh, for a reason. He's just he's just so smart. He's prepared. I think that's like the best way to do it. I think that's why Spartan,
0: some people don't prepared. see it. Um cuz he like um like masters some of the 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 very basics and to a lot of people even great players will think like that was stupid. Why is this working? Mm-hmm. Like this is so boring. I hate watching this. You know what I mean? Like the constant rolls or spot dodging, but then we see the way Marcus described it, a lot of people won't understand like the couple extra layers that are going into that. And like I said, when I was younger, I hated it. I, I was <laughs> like, I felt like an idiot. I thought the options were really scrubby and like, but then like, you know, you, when I got older, I'm like starting to get it and appreciate it. And it's like, wow, what amazing practice that was. Um, Cause like he, like you said, he broke, he breaks it down to the basics and really takes advantage of it. Whether it's because of like some sort of thing that his opponent has, or whether it's for himself. Like he really um understands the basic to basics to an extreme
2: yeah and i think that's kind of why like for a while i felt like people called him boring or whatever and i think i, I wouldn't call it boring i think it's just you need to be able to actually really appreciate the game yeah. to appreciate what he's doing it's it's easy to look at it and be like these aren't cool flashy combos he's not going for big dumps it's, all the time because it's or the character specific
0: flowchart but he like has really mastered it
2: Mm -hmm. it's 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 insanely interesting when you like really get down to it start thinking about how he's made this work it's just it's it's not like the big kind of things that people initially start playing for you know like big reads and and combos and all crazy offense but it's all insanely calculated and we we talked about this off stream a little
0: bit like similar idea like um we were talking about how you know in terms of like popular content you know crazy combos or some sort of crazy character flashy thing but like there are certain aspects of the game that aren't attractive to a to a the big majority of the community um right and i and i think you know the buzz like a lot of the really interesting stuff about his play might not be interesting at first glance
2: yeah um but i think and we said this too Tweak offline is like if you really want to learn the game though that's the stuff you got to study like you got to study that as much as your advantage say the cool the stuff that looks cool in order to get the cool stuff on top players you need to know all the other basics and master them first as well and if i was to gamble if you wanted to learn that stuff from anybody DeBuzz is probably one of the best people literally in the world to ask about that like because he that's that's where his roots are man and that's that's the smartest way to do it he's been good at so many smash games for so long and it's because he does this work and it's yeah. so important
0: it really is and people are talking about the defense i'm surprised we haven't even talked about we, we've we kind of talked about specifics but yeah the buzz's general defense is as strong as you can get um that, he yeah.
1: is the strongest if you can play the at the
0: buzz's pacing or play like a similar level to the buzz's defense then you've made it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's right yeah. he's always like he's always like a general wall for up and coming players. And like history has always repeated itself for me. He was like something I really needed to uh, like, you know, like play on level with. And like for a lot of players, like if you, if you can't debu- beat the buzz or like play like on the buzz's level, can you really win this major tournament? Probably not. Um, he's so consistent. You're yeah, probably gonna he's run just, into him at Yeah. He's just the, the, the comparison a lot of the time or like, you know, like, can you do this? And that's, yeah. like, just thinking about, like, the fact that, like, he is the comparison for, like, defense or, like, consistency. Like, that's incredible. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. I defense think,
2: is um, such, a, it's such a hard skill to have, man. Working yeah. on that's hard. It's not easy to sit there and think about how do I get better being in the defense. It's hard to do. If it was easy, everyone would do it, honestly. Yeah. It's easy to hold forward and, and try to hit people. That's easy to do. It's fun. Yeah. Trying to get better at the other shit? Not so much. Sorry, Charles. Go ahead. It's way, it's way more vague.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right. And I even have like a perfect example of like what Gavin said of like if can you can you win a major if you can't beat the buzz? And like a lot of the times if you can't, like the answer is no. And a, a perfect example is the first time Void won a major is when he beat the buzz yeah. for the first time. Um it it was wow, a very yeah. hard yeah. like Void could pretty much beat like almost like pretty much every other top player but like for the buzz it was very specifically hard because void strength was his pressure game right like in at top level play like even people like light and void like they're not aggro like they're not like what's your definition of aggro right like committing over and over again with dash tag like that's not that's just stupid, right? like you're just committing over and over again, like yeah. like aggressive play at top level is you're camping, but like the range where you're camping is different. You're camping right outside of like their burst window and you're weaving in and out, and you're trying to like bait them to come in and you're coming back in for a whiff punish, but like it yeah. looks aggressive because you're just close, but you're you're really just like camping at a different um uh distance, right, whereas like Rob, like oh, I shoot up top here, so I'm like I'm like kind of camping in this distance, I can laser like a little farther or whatever, right, so it's like um. The, the buzz was just like the epitome of like, okay, like you can come in, to this distance but like can you can you get an attack on me right like he is he is literally like the epitome of defense in like all levels and i love that Marcus brought out like even not just in neutral because a lot of people think like when they think of the Buzz's defense they think of it as like in neutral game right like can you hit him in neutral game but it's also when he's in disadvantage when he's off stage getting juggled on the ledge like he's so good at like getting back on stage and getting his defense back up and running again Yeah. and like like i said like for void the first time he Beat the buzz. He like won that tournament. So it's like for a lot of players, it's like it's almost like a top 10 check or like a can you win this tournament check because the buzz is like one of the most consistent players in the top 10 in terms of like even just placements he's just like always oh, going to be in top eight i feel like right yeah. if the buzz is not in a top eight it's like a very like something weird happened thing.
2: something weird right. happened Smash because he ran into riddles you know shit yeah. like that
1: right like very like very out of the blue like i would say he's probably one of the players that are like least prone to an upset he's sure. like one of those players like he's just super consistent like he's not going to get like Janked out by like some weird character. Like it still kind of happens to him, but like not really. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just it's not gonna like happen it's, anymore.
2: Very right. it's not gonna happen anymore. He's got Midman. it's over. There's no, <laughs> he he's does not yeah. he's got he's got minman. So because I said this about him forever. I'm like, this is the smartest guy we have, and he plays two characters that lose to Belmont's. So I'm like, this there's something wrong here. Like that can't be right, like that just can't be that can't be right. Um probably the an anecdote, a personal anecdote I have about him is we played friendlies at Genesis. And it was going pretty well because I play Richter. And, like, I know the matchups. And I watch him play all the time. He never watches me play. Whatever. Friendlies are going back and forth. But I can tell he's getting pissed, obviously. Like, he's a top (laughs) player. He should be beating my ass, obviously. Like, that should be happening. I I accept that. We run to each other at Frostbite. He finds me. He goes, you want to play? I'm like, yeah, sure. We can play. Whoops my ass for, like, 30 games in a row. Not even close. Of course he does. He's the buzz. Like, this is, you know, that's what's going to happen. And I keep thinking. It's like that top player thing. He sits down, he plays me for a few games, he beats me and then he's like, GG's and like leaves. He keeps going, dude. He keeps, he wanted, me, he wanted me to feel that shit. He was like, nope, we're gonna keep playing. I was like, all right, well, I'm not gonna say no to playing with the top player, this is cool. And he came up with so much new shit that I hadn't seen before. So luckily tournaments are in progress or else the expectation would be, I come back now with some sort of adjustment, which uh, haven't really done my homework there. Uh, if I'm gonna be honest with you. Didn't study the Rosa matchup during quarantine. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was really cool to see that, and I was like, this is why this guy is he's such a tough competitor because he doesn't isn't like that shit. He's he not like losing when he feels like he he shouldn't have yeah. or at all, I guess in general. And he Probably has
1: so. literal notes on like the matchup. Like he probably has notes on you. Known oh, for like, fuck, on his his laptop? For oh, like having is, all his notes. Is not, that guy, he's that guy. I'm in the and laptop. Just it's funny because i can relate to that because even when i coached void at like apex 2015 like way back when i literally had a notebook i was like sitting next to him i was like writing all these <laughs> like writing all these things down and like that was like mid-set coaching was allowed too so i'll just be like i remember i would optimize my time with void i would be like okay here's all the like ledge options he picked here's this I like I had everything written down i'm like you need to visually look at this while i'm talking to you about the matchup and intake both like visual and like audio information and then like that's how we're going to optimize that and then like then you go it's just so funny because it's like i'm also that person that's going to write like write a bunch of notes on the matchup and like i do all that like nerdy stuff too so it's definitely something i can relate to
2: take but i did not mind the mid coaching i don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole here but if there's a page of fucking notes on you and people can just say two words it's and they broken. beat you
1: mid-site coaching mm, is broken.
2: yeah but you should be able to adjust though like i feel like it kind of holds us back like you should be able to overcome those things that one person can point out like if you jump from the ledge all the time and that isn't pointed out game one then you lose game two and three because you don't stop jumping from the ledge kind of feel like that's on you a little bit you know right right but like, take, I know. maybe maybe some really sort of like, like middle
0: ground like a smash like way to coach i don't know right right
2: i i, like, I, I with, think coaching is i agree, with, I, both I I agree with both of you i agree with both of you guys to an extent yeah. so like i don't know it is kind of broken too but i feel like that's how you get better as a player if someone yeah. sees something that you do all the time and they call you out on it, do you you really deserve to it win? you're never yeah. going to stop doing it yeah. yeah but at the same time if you would have never noticed that i jump from ledge every single time do you really deserve the win because yeah it's an interesting concept it really is yeah
1: Who's
0: All right, a, uh, Any other the buzz notes?
1: Let me bring up my notes on the buzz. He's, he's got the notes. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, nah, nah. Hold. Um. But
0: yeah, I I feel like if you asked me like a few years ago to talk about the buzz, I wouldn't get this excited. You know what I mean? But like yeah. talking about it now, it's like I appreciate like so many
1: more aspects of Smash. The buzz is more hype the more you understand the game in my opinion because defense is probably the last thing that you're going to be interested in just like how has had said earlier like everyone loves the shit where like yo that combo though or like yo that like really cool string of offense it's just it's just like visually cool right like most people are like generally attracted to that at first so like defense is probably going to be one of the later things that you like really understand on a deep level for smash yeah
2: yeah, it's just like any any sports. is it you know Defense wins championships, offense sells seats. Floyd you know Mayweather. what I mean? What'd you say? What's that?
3: Floyd Mayweather, my boy, don't get yep. hit.
1: <laughs> oh, he no, don't, he don't get it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just don't get hit. You'll win. Just Yo, don't he's, get hit.
2: Isaiah, he's the Isaiah of boxing. Yo, number dude, eight,
1: just... though. Number eight. Oh, Lord. Gluto.
2: Oh, jeez. This dude is a fucking
1: legend. I just want to start off with that. He's he's
0: such
2: a a legend. Raw
1: legend. Smash 4 legend because he literally got like a handful of wins with legend. Super horrible.
2: Weirdest. Talk about weird characters. This cloud was weird as fuck, dude, in Smash 4. This cloud was so (laughs) weird. That's such a Wario cloud. It was so weird. (laughs) It's so weird. Not that it was bad or anything. It was just like, well, all right, fair enough. That kind of works. Gluto's yeah, Gluto is Pog though. I totally agree.
0: Yeah, I I can talk about Wario all day. So of course I'm gonna be I'm gonna talk about. I've been a fan of Gluto since I was like 12 years old, bro. Hell yeah. Like I I was a huge fan of Brawl before any of you guys even knew who I was. So like I I'm I'm gonna talk about this all day. But Gluto is a Wario specialist. A specialist yes. beyond
2: like every game every game he's played Warrior. He War when he was clunky and weird yeah he's so oh, i hated him in smash 4 man i he made him bad. for a year dude it was painful it's not good <laughs> anyway his but,
1: uh his ultimate wario is literally like uh like fine aged wine dude yeah, it's like dude. you know what i mean like you you can't get that like unless you like main the character through thick and thin, yeah. like <laughs> Just put in perspective. Just put it in perspective. In in brawl, he was like bottom of top, top of high. He was around that brawl. area. He had like some good matchups, but every character in the game could like grab release him into fucking like falcon knee or like DDD <laughs> up smash, like super dumb slow moves. And you would like literally grab release him, and then like he would release, and then you'd grab him again. So you chain. Most characters would ch- literally like kind of chain grab him across <laughs> the stage, and then literally after that you would just like grab release into like anything like any finisher yeah. like you're i i don't think you could fa- could you falcon i'm pretty sure you couldn't falcon punch but you could like knee him <laughs> if you imagine he would be bottom here you could knee him you could like ddd up smash yeah. like he's very he had a grab
0: release dude. infinite
1: Yo, hey you yeah. got that on Meta Knight too yeah he, well against Meta Knight, it was across, across the stage the against it, yeah. wario it was oh, standing oh you in mean place. like a true infinite yes yeah. jeez but oh, yeah dude. so it's like he was like a he was like a high slash bottom of top tier in brawl which is like in brawl the top tier characters were like super duper broken so it's like the gap between like that high tierish level or bottom of bottom or bottom of top tier level was it was a pretty big gap so like he played a pretty good character in brawl right and then smash 4 wario was like bottom tier like super garbo like low tier you... low tier <laughs> okay whatever low tier like come okay, on he wasn't bro what the heck it, Okay, okay, okay. He was low tier. He was low tier. He could still do waft stuff. So like uh, you had the little tournament buff of like I can still land up your waft. Like I can still rob you. It's two stocks, right? Which I actually think is better in three stocks. That's another thing. The format in Smash Four wasn't good for Wario because it was two stocks. You only got like realistically, you only got one waft. The, um, it dude, is in the biggest
2: downgrade going from Brawl of Smash Four was his portrait art was. Awful in Smash 4. He looked like he looked like Wallace and fucking Gromit, dude. What was going on there? He looked like, he looked like a claymation model. It looked so he was ugly, dude. I hated that Wario so much. I love yeah. Wario. He's awesome. Anyway, sorry. I
1: but yeah, and, then, I hated that and model. then Ultimate, this character just just got like the sauce dude sakurai literally had like the bottle it was just called the sauce and he just fucking (laughs) threw it at wario gave it wario drank it and he just it's just funny too because a lot of things that gavin wanted in smash 4 and like you know talking to gavin about smash 4 like during smash 4 we would always talk about he's like dude if wario just had like up throw up air that would be (laughs) really good like all the things that gavin was like he would theory craft to be like dude if if wario had this he would be viable it's like and like for me it's kind of just like yeah man it's like kind of like i'm talking to a crazy guy you know what i'm saying like yeah for sure dude like yeah there's that'll totally make him viable like because you know what i mean because like in the whole game it was just like he was just horrible right and then it's just so funny because like all this stuff happened and then like i was like holy shit gavin was right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, like, I, sometimes I feel like someone, like, one of, the, like, the ultimate devs were, like, studying my brain or something. Because so many things I thought could be in Smash Ultimate were, like, all of them were, like, in the game in some way. It was really weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, which is refreshing because I honestly feel like the changes they made from Brawl to Smash 4 were just reverse. If the, if the moves were really good, nerf them. And if the moves are really bad, make them better. And I saw it through Meta Knight. Like, his down air went from the best move in the game to, like, terrible... <laughs> Forward air went from really good to, like, pretty bad. And then his back air went from unusable to, like, his best aerial, basically. Yeah, so, Like, it was weird. They just kind of, like, they were like, let's just reverse if they're good or not. Like, let's just, let's go with that. Yeah, that's Do something good. new. It, it was just weird. It was just such a strange way to change it. But in Ultimate, I feel like the changes were pretty godlike
0: overall. Like, more balanced, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: They were mm-hmm. more thoughtful, I guess, is a good way to put yeah. it. Even if they didn't work out. Like, at least they tried.
0: For Gluto, like... He obviously Wario has a crazy advantage state. Gluto's advantage state is like touch of death. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he will no, take your stock if he hits games. you, and I'm not. I'm willing to Air gamble tight. on that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: like, yeah, he, I mean, he was God, trying was... to get Wops in Smash Four. Then, like, he got all these tools, and she's like, "Holy crap! Like, yeah. look at yeah. look at this toolbox!" Dude, <laughs> like, when I yeah. saw
3: him that clip where he uh he like jabbed somebody mid stage on Yoshi's, and they landed on the platform yeah. and he killed him off of it, I was like. He did like this a air reset. This dude is insane. Like that doesn't it, even make sense. Oh, yeah, I just jabbed him. I know how to kill him. What? <laughs> I'm going in for the kill. That's but you crazy. just
1: jabbed him center stage. <laughs> that
3: dude, he, he airtight. Yeah, it feels like he understands like every single Wario situation that occurs. Yeah, and he just has the right answer for it every time. It's so insane. Yeah
2: it's like what charles was saying is you you earn that when you play the character for every single game like you you yeah. really do kind of earn that it's like one of the advantages but you're gambling that that character is going to be good and in his case uh, it didn't work out in the last game but it certainly paid off in this game And i think i wanted to say that when we we're talking about spargo too he's been playing cloud since the game came out so when he got buffed and when he got stronger when cloud got a little bit better yeah man was that kid that that kid was ready to take off with him it's just it's it's crazy and i mean the whole buff and nerf kind of uh culture that that we live in uh with with smash Mm -hmm. with every other fighting game it's just it's always a gamble to be a character specialist because yeah wario wario got hit recently you know we'll see we'll kind of see what happens i'm sure gluto is never going to drop him ever which is great but yeah that's the thing like people
0: are like oh my gosh like wario's dead it's like he played wario in four and wario's definitely still way better than four it's okay oh yeah he'll be fine he'll be worried about he'll be perfect you guys won't even notice (laughs) the difference in the (laughs) patch
1: it's true gluto's offense is just so good anyway so i think it'll just cover up for it like it's it's fine yeah
0: yeah and i i think uh my favorite thing one of my favorite quotes like any smash players ever said is i at i think the first smash summit gluto was there and he was like on the on the mic right after a set or something i think he just won a set or something and he said wario is art and i was like I, like, yeah. I've i been i played Mario for like a long long time like many years and I'm just like that's how I feel I'm just like sitting at mm-hmm. the, my my computer like yes <laughs> he's <laughs> and, great and like, I I, like watching oh, yeah. him is like art dude it's beautiful
2: <laughs> aside from I mean I think the only thing you could really argue that's like quote-unquote lame with him is, is Waff, but I think uh, it, the character's kit is incredible I yeah. love it I've, I've always tried to play him he's, I so fun. Him he's great they he's did so an fun job with the character he's very fun I agree
0: and now that no, he has yeah. dash attack, he has like da- he has like confirms
1: outside mm-hmm. of waft. It's like down tilt dash attack. He's
2: very that, threatening now. Yeah, that was the other thing about Smash Four Wario. They got rid of the shoulder, which was just obviously a mistake. Like that was yeah. just not. I, I understand. Don't don't you know take it, make it just forward smash or whatever. But that was just weird. That's such a signature thing of him. But he's back.
1: Yeah, they they definitely rounded out Wario in Ultimate like very well in my opinion. Like uh, yeah. they just they they kind of just like gave him things he never really had you know like having a down tilt dash that confirm at like 120 ish or so or 110 like that's that's a very like top tier thing to have yeah. <laughs> um and it's just i don't know i still think i still think the character is like potential like bottom of top tier or like at, like worst case like war is going to be a high tier um so it's like I, i'm not too worried about gluto and like gluto was already like, even before Wario got nerfed, Gluto was already picking up secondaries for Wario's, like, exactly. tough, top-tier matchup. So it's, like, I don't know. I, I To me, Gluto's still going to do the same thing he's been doing. Um, Obviously, it's going to be a little tougher. Like, nerfs will never make it easier, right? Like, yeah. it's going to be a little tougher. But, like, like Gavin said, this guy stuck it out, like, through Brawl and Smash War. Like, this is it's literally fine. nothing compared to that. And I just think in terms of, like, his offense in general and his offense, particularly with Wario, it's so unmatched that, like, that's, that's like, to me, that's, like, the unique part about Gluto. And that's the thing that I feel like is very different, like, even when, when Gavin did play Wario a lot. Like, Gluto was a lot more aggressive. Like, obviously, he still camped for Waft, which he had to do. But um, Gluto was very good at finding his openings and making them count. And I think that's what, like, really, like, makes his Wario what it is because it's just like I know how to like get that exact right air drift to get in and when I do get in with this nair at zero I'm killing you right like I'm I'm already got it mapped out I already know exactly how I'm gonna do it and he just does it so well. So I think Gludo is still gonna be as successful and you know as he was before if not even more. You know we'll see, you know, like this this new arc of Smash is so exciting because I was even, uh, like me and Gavin were talking about the other night. It it feels like we had like this filler arc just to like hype up this arc, right? Like, (laughs) you know, like that's what it feels like. Because I mean, we like, we're coming into a whole nother game. Like there's so many new characters, like the game, like even like just the base characters, a lot of them got changed up too, right? So it's like, dude, we're... When offline comes back, it's going to be so exciting to see, like, this new game unfold. And, like, you know, other people have been putting different amounts of time into the game, too. So I really want to see, like, all the players that have been super grinding really, like, come out and glow up. And, yeah, I'm just super excited. Speaking of offline, yeah.
3: we got number 7. Who's been playing
1: some offline?
3: Ray? Oh, bro. Dude.
1: He wants it. He's Zachary, a He's a Zachary, wants to be the best so bad, and I can, I mm-hmm. can just tell because I've seen different people like express that emotion. Dude, he, Zachary will do whatever it takes. Like he, this guy picked up Rob. This guy, like this guy, played every top tier under the sun. Yeah, and like, yeah, he, he is like literally like the only top player that like, like he, he, he went that low, dude. He was just like, you know what? <laughs> You know what? He'll, he'll, I'm, whatever I'm playing this guy. I mean, I, whatever it's like the Avengers, it takes whatever and it's know what? Yeah, all, like. we're we're bringing it all together. And like he, it, it's crazy. Like he he does it all at a top level. I still think he's the best Rob by far. Um, he doesn't solo main Rob, but like, dude, this guy's Rob. Like, yeah. When he plays Rob, I literally watch it and I'm like, Rob's not this fast. <laughs> this isn't real rob is yeah. there's no way he's this fast and like zachary makes him look look faster than he actually is and it's just it, it's crazy to me too because you guys know about um zachary's past he was like a smash four corn yep
2: yeah and Bayo too right like at, at the end or no like towards the porn? end right yeah. right but
1: i don't did he did he ever like get pr'd in japan i'm not even sure at the very end i don't he think young. so right
2: well he still is young but yeah but
1: yeah it's it's cool that like he like competed in smash 4 but like something just clicked for him i'm not too sure like i don't know exactly like who like what kind of things influences play and like who he plays with and all that stuff i I don't know that much about it but like something clicked for him in ultimate because like right out the gate dude like he he really all the doubters that thought wolf wasn't good i wasn't one of them just uh, put it out there i i literally have video evidence all right i have video evidence i went around interviewing people i was like who do you think is top five Like at genesis six and like so many people didn't say wolf dude people said fox like people are True. crazy They're right, right? Mm-hmm. people are crazy but i had wolf in my top five and zachary came out swinging at genesis showing off the wolf I, I believe even gavin played wolf at uh or genesis six my bad um so it's like it was it was really cool and um Obviously he he like later on drops wolf but his like in terms of diversity of character he probably has the most character diversity at major tournaments with like a character roster right if i'm not mistaken um in terms of like uh top level players so yeah. that in itself is very impressive not only cuz every top player can pick up um other different top tier characters but yeah. to have the confidence to b- whip them out in tournament when your tournament, like, you know, a game is on the line. Uh it's uh that's that's like very impressive in my opinion.
2: Yeah. That I think dude, um oh go ahead, Marcus.
1: That dude played Joker,
3: Rob, PT
2: Wolf, Wolf Game yeah. of
3: Watch, PT, Wario, Mario, Wario. Sephiroth. I'm like, what's going on, bro? Yeah. You just, you just played Min too? You just nah. Did he? I don't think so.
2: I don't think so either. But We're not on that low. I feel, I feel, I feel <laughs> he, he already did Rob. He already did play Rob City in he can, Game he Watch.
3: He say, "Oh, he did play Sonic. He did play Sonic." Oh, into oh, into that's whoa, whoa, on
2: Holy Trinity yeah, right there. Rob Sonic Game watch. watch like that
3: at an event. You're struggling with Game Watch. I think he went Sonic into and in, against Meister.
2: I think but, he did Corn too.
3: Yep, went
0: Corn. Oh yeah,
2: I forgot he did the Corn thing.
3: Just, the
0: Smash oh, there's Force no way back. he's not
2: playing Pyro and Mithra. Of course, he's gonna be playing them. Trolls. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! He's gonna play
3: them. they have seen it. Dude, just pick characters and be like, "All right, time to win." I'm like, yeah, hey, what? it's very Yo. similar to somebody in in this Discord. It's kind of weird, but
2: thanks, thanks, dude. I only play two characters
3: though.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Just, well, it's, it's an echo, but, you know,
1: thanks. <laughs> yeah, I could be top 10 if, if yeah, I tried, yeah. but, you know.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I like talking about the game. Let's go. I only play two characters, too. I don't know what he's talking about.
3: <laughs> I'm not talking about myself, so this is weird.
1: <laughs> uh, Gavin has definitely gone through a bunch of characters. I, and I feel like Zachary like, kind of does the same thing as Gavin, too, right? Like, he's cycling. He's not, like, maining all 10 or 15 of these characters at once. <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's like a seasonal thing like okay I'll, I'll give them a whirl like am i about it am i not right because even like the pt lucina phase for zachary like we maybe saw it at like two majors and then it kind of like yeah. blew past the win. maybe didn't have enough faith in it or whatever but yo,
0: zachary ridley think...
2: though uh... zachary ridley that was a thing i think um I think it's so smart to do that because A, you can have some counterpicks if you're feeling confident in all those characters and you know you play against someone who either struggles with a certain play style because you can counterpick people's play styles too. You don't just have to counterpick matchups. You know, like That's a huge thing people don't really give enough credit to either, I think. So you have them in your pocket just in case you need them. But also you learn how to play the game from a lot of different angles. It's like if you talk to someone else and you've never played their main before, it's like a different world. It's like, how do you feel about this girl? Peach is so broken. It's like, what do you mean peach is broken? Like, she's not that bad. Come on, man. What are you you talking about? No, you don't understand. You don't understand. It's like a whole different world, a whole different level of experiences. So instead of like just hearing them from someone else, if you live through them, It'll influence the way that you play all the other characters. You can see it when top when top players kind of pick up or or like have some side, like fun side events and they play random characters. You could see the influence in their mains and the way that they look at the game and the, and the options they try to snip out and the way that they try to attack other players. It's really really cool actually to to kind of see them influence that. And if you play a lot of different characters, you're gonna have a really really well rounded play style, which which Zachary obviously does. He's he's yeah. scary man. He's yeah. Scary. He, he can Best. do
1: He can do everything. Highest rank from Japan, right? like for like globally um Mm -hmm. and i just want to say japan is like it's a it's a very hard thing to be the best in japan in my opinion i think japanese players in terms of like top level skill gap like they overall if like, you took a lot of their top players, and when you start dipping into their high-level players, there's not that big of a gap. Like, overall, like, skill-wise, if you combine, like, their low, mid, high, and top, I actually think just overall they're the best region because of how little the skill gaps are in between each level of play. Um, But, like, obviously, like, when you... Most of the time, when you look at a region, you look at the top level, right? And you compare it to the other top level. So that's... you Like, so I just want to make that very clear. But um, it's, like, when you're... When you're playing, and another thing too, to give more credit to Zachary, he's one, he's just extremely young. Two, like, I think it's 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 pretty difficult for Japanese players to compete in other regions. One, the time difference is like so crazy. Like they get off the plane Thursday, right? And I, I'm like not trying to jawn for them, but like it's like this is just factual, right? Like they're they're very far, right? So their plane trips are like, you know. 12 hours or something crazy or whatever right like the plane ride is just long the time difference is very like very different and then on top of that the environment they're used to competing in is like people aren't like screaming and yelling and going crazy it's like everyone's quiet like the culture in Japan is very different right everyone's quiet you know they watch the gameplay the game's over like golf clap kind of style right not like people standing behind you screaming and yelling like Going yeah, like that's total Gen mode, like yes, that's <laughs> a yeah. very, very different environment they're competing in. So it's like I have so much respect for the Japanese players that they, you know, come out and they compete like that because uh, they just for the love of the game too, right? Like e- even in Japan, the culture is so different because they don't like get prize money. Like they're literally playing for just like pride and the love of Smash. So, it's like that is something I always just respect, like so much respect for them. And that's why the, it's like it's cool to see so many character specialists because a lot of like top players in Japan, there's like no money in it, right? So, it's like for them, their incentive is just like, well, I just really like this character and I just want to play it at the highest level possible, right? So, it's like that's why you like even stuff like cultural differences like that is even why it like, affects like they're quite literally their meta, right? Where in America or just like Western, um it's like you're getting money for it like people are like making careers out of it right like i want to pick the strongest character available to me
2: oh yeah yeah and i think that's you kind of touched upon it too charles but like the the region of japan there's so many character specialists and so many going to a weekly there sounds insanely difficult like just the the level of like how high level they're high and mid-level players is it's 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 nuts like like any of those weeklies he goes to and does really well at some top players like drowning pools you know what i mean like you can just i think they also do one game pools sometimes too um which is also volatile but i think that can help you as a competitor because you got to know if i lose this one game i'm done that's going to teach you how to play defensively or or lose like that's it those are your, again those are your yeah. options so yeah it's it's certainly like you said and it's kind of like the point of the smash world tour is just to see these different regions collide and and kind of see this like language of smash uh being spoken and how it how it's used all across the globe which is really cool (laughs) (laughs) turn me yeah zach is a monster i think we all agree
0: we might not be able to do the whole top 10 but maybe we can end it off with maybe do you guys have any questions for us or hazmat or hazmat do you have anything you want to say about the world tour commentating you've been doing or
2: just, you know, more or less the same. I think it just feels really good to have uh, something that everyone's really excited to play for again because yeah. for a while, you know, there's been a lot of good online tournaments. Don't get me wrong. I, th- I think the online culture has been great, but it's cool to see a real big circuit take place. and Not only that, but it's connecting regions uh, to the main uh, Smash line that might not have gotten as much exposure as they, they deserve. Like Mexico, for example, a perfect example of that. Very, very strong region, deserves a lot more exposure. Happy to give the players a spotlight for as long as they can and, and see what kind of damage they can cause in the main bracket. I cannot wait for it to get to um, all these other regions that, that yeah. deserve more of the spotlight as well. And, and the U.S. brackets are obviously going to be insane in Japan and in Europe. like All the ones that are well-known, to, are, are going to be very interesting to watch as well. Yeah. So I love it, man. It's, and I think, Charles, you said the same thing. The passion for commentary and for Smash, it, it just felt like it got a jumpstart. Not that it ever went anywhere, but it's just a little different um, than what we're used to. So having yeah. it have that more... Authentic major smash feel is just—it it feels like home. It yeah, feels so nice
0: man. for me. Like it—it it feels like when I play the game every day now, it like it feels like I'm working towards like a bigger goal for once. Like, right? Actually, yeah,
2: right. yeah. Which is more motivation, man? Yeah, That's like important.
0: like looking forward to like an actual specific event or something. Like it's been a while <laughs> since like that was like in my mind in any way. So I definitely understand where you're coming from.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. I mean, we all know we've been around on the scene for a long time. We know. And I was just saying this to a buddy who was asking me how Smash was going, and I was like, well, not being there in person really made me realize, like, the things that I actually value about the community, and it's being there, and it's being with the people, and feeling the crowd, and, like, just, it's such an in-person experience, and I think that's so valuable for the people inside of it, so, and that really, really made me feel that over quarantine, so, yeah, Yeah. man, but Smash World Tour feels amazing, obviously.
1: Yeah, and by no means are we knocking on all the Wi-Fi terms that have been going on during quarantine. Obviously, like that's a important part to like keep Smash going along and stuff. But like the way I like to explain it, it's kind of like those the, all the Wi-Fi terms, especially like the weekly ones, like they feel like locals, right? Like they have that local feel and there's nothing wrong with locals. Like there's nothing wrong at all. Like it, locals are a very important part of the ecosystem of Smash, right? It's very important. Um, but it's like for a local, it feels like okay, boom, boom, boom. Bracket happens, escalates up to grand finals, which is like the finale of it, and then it's over. Then there's just another one, right? <coughs> Whereas this tournament, you know, there's it, it, like it, it's like scaling up, right? Where it's just like okay, like have this tournament. Who's qualifying, right? Okay, boom. These guys qualify, like from this region. Oh, cool. Like there, it's like all building up, and there's like there's like a greater goal, right? Because like even like. You, most people can argue like, oh well, that's kind of like how Genesis or Smash Con or Evo is. It's just like a tournament, and then there's an ending, and that's it. But like for for that, that all stuff ties into the PGR ranking, right? So it's like, okay, we have this season, right? Boom, go to Evo. Ah, dang, didn't like get first there, or didn't like place as well as I wanted there. But like, there's the next tournament that counts towards the PGR, right? Like you're all you're going to all these different tournaments, and it's like kind of building up to this like greater result or like greater like purpose right um and you know this like so that's why majors feel so impactful they feel so hype because it's like oh man this is like this is huge for like the pgr or like dang like that guy got upset by that guy or oh my goodness like man he got a win on him finally like that's going to be so big for like the rankings or like there's there's so much stuff going on so it just feels really exciting
2: yeah, and not just for for players, but I know as a commentator too, Charles. That having those storylines and having something real to you know really compete for because stuff that's on the line is is really cool for Smash World Tour. So it's going to be a great event. It, just, yeah. it feels great, and working with VGBC too obviously is like a big thing. Like it just has that whole, the best of the best. It has that whole kind of feel to mm-hmm. it. Someone asked in the chat what the schedule is. Let me pull it up here. So starting at 9 p.m. tonight. I know a lot of you are night owls, myself included. And uh, top 32 starts at 9 p.m. tonight. Eastern. Um for the yep, for the Oceana uh qualifier. So that'll be all the good Australian players, all that good stuff. So it'll be good. Nine okay. PM Eastern and it ends at eight AM Eastern is, is the proposed oh. time. I will I will be up for the five AM pool to commentate. So there you go. That's I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I know. I think <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed after this. That's why we have to stop uh I at seven. Be able to to catch
3: catch grands actually. I'll be up. I should be up.
2: That's what I'm saying. Is like right. it might. I, I can't tell. I hope the viewership's good for it because a the players deserve it, and b it's going to be a really entertaining event. Yeah. But it's so hard to tell because like it's 5 a.m. What's too late for the Smash crowd right now? It feels like not when I wake True. up and I check Twitter in the morning. I'm like, dude, everyone's fucking awake. So what just ha- what happened? Like, well, you guys don't go to sleep? <laughs> Old vampires or something? I don't get it. Yeah.
3: You know. Can we do a, a fun question that I saw? I, I just think it would be fun to see who you guys would pick, even though. Sure you probably sure. have no idea. Um someone asked who you think has the most potential to make top 10. I just think it's interesting and I know who I would say, but I don't know if y'all know who y'all would say. Give me or one if or, if, or
2: if y'all even no, I want to hear your answer first if you
3: already have one. Me?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let me look at the PGR real quick and think about it a little bit more. Yeah.
4: Okay.
0: So, so who do we think or who we want or both? Like what do you... Who do I think? No, yeah. who
2: I think. Okay. Who's going to be top 10 in, the next, uh, in Wi-Fi yeah, or, not, or offline? Not,
3: not everyone. Just one player you think can break in the top 10. Okay.
2: You talking offline? You talking online? Offline. Offline. Okay. Offline.
3: A lot of people okay. are saying mentality. A lot oh, of you're mentality. asking the chat. No, I'm asking you. Okay. But I'm just seeing a lot of people say. <laughs> My things.
2: answer is Kamehameha He was number 11 on the last <laughs> one. So it's oh. the easiest. <laughs> it's like the resistance there. <laughs>
3: Um, I'm well, actually you. now. Now this is kind of difficult. Oh, I
2: have an answer. You should have an answer here too, easily, Marcus. There's one player for sure that's been killing it lately. Before
3: I was gonna say Dark Wizzy. That's yep. a good um, I agree. Uh,
2: you know what I'm gonna say? Can I say mine? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Wadi, give me Wadi. Show me no. Wadi. He's playing so well. Hell yeah! No, you, know no. he oh, <laughs> you know
3: he can. you know I he can. I'm never gonna let him. In. No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs>
2: Um, um you know he's got it in him dude. He's got you know, the, he's playing Rob too he does, I mean he's talking he about best rob. Mm. He
3: he I think he could do it if he cared, but he doesn't care enough.
2: I think he does cuz he streams it's like his thing now. I think he's I think he's finding the motivation man. Mate, so well,
3: it stinky, well, you know I, better than I, me. You know motivation better. power up? Okay. I know he plays for fun. Um and being the best has never been a goal of his and I think yeah. to break yeah. in the top 10 you have to have the goal of being the best. You can't just want to play. Yeah. Um I I think he could be, like, a top 20 player for sure. Like, he's proven that he's done it. He could do it. He's done it before. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I feel like to break in a top 10, you have to want to be the best. It just... That's generally how it goes. So
1: it's It's, one of the check marks.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is Void seriously picking up uh, Mithra and Pyra?
3: Yes.
0: That's my first. All right,
2: Void. That's what I was going (laughs) to say. What the heck? 5,000%.
3: Before I was going to say Wizzy, um, Wizzy had been doing really, really 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 well before. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: he was, yeah, you're right.
3: Like extremely well, like went in tournaments, got second at glitch. Uh would have had a really good frostbite run, except he lost to Meister and Leo, who got first and second. I'm pretty sure he lost to Meister and Leo. Um, he he was looking like like oh snap this might be top 10 material. Um, but we've had Uh-oh. some time void has been in the lab sheik yeah. is looking broken mithra and pyra are starting to look broken uh um and he started hit- on another game so he, he has yeah. the capability to do it
2: he was starting to hit a stride offline too he had a really good frostbite right before um we went into quarantine and that was that was like
3: when his sheik was terrible <laughs>
2: like it was okay. pick, that's where i think it was yep. picking up well that's
1: when he started to like Trouble, uh yeah. like be more willing to use it in tournament right like because yeah. it was it was like it was like eh, eh. and then like right before offline stopped like that's when he was starting to like you know what i'm bringing the chic out i'm bringing the chic out right and like uh yeah it's, like his chic is so much better now but like like we only caught like the very like beginning of his like tournament chic journey kind of like, like that's what we saw like offline and like he beat zachary with that cheek like i whew. and then oh. like mithra too like void. <laughs> I, i'm a okay I, I respect when someone finds tech okay i will never i will never unveil someone's tech i am yep. i'm like i'm like the super homie when it comes to that yep. there was i will say this there was even in smash 4 there was specific like void combos that he would do and like if i fought him in bracket I, like, knew the exact DI to, like, screw everything up, but I would get hit by it on purpose. Like, I'm that kind of homie. Like,
3: <laughs> hey, that's a homie. I, I will,
1: yes. Like, for the greater good, for your career, since, like, I'm, I'm not, like, trying to be PGR or anything. Like, I, I you know, at yeah. that point, I'm, like, more focused on, like, commentary, content stuff. Like, you know what? I'm playing you on stream. I'm playing you at, like, a tournament or something. Like, I will DI it the incorrect way just so no one else knows, dude. I got you. Yeah. right that's, that's so, real homie go ahead that's that's some shit
2: actually so yeah, i changed Lloyd... can i change my answer again someone's yeah, sure. not on the pgr right now so it's a pretty good choice Ooh, okay bar yeah, figured... so, I, I like... yeah, Yep. yeah give me spargo that's, that's, my my choice. Choice. that's a good one spargo
3: void wizzy and um even t are like probably the the, the biggest Depending on, honestly, depending on how traveling goes, maybe even Sonics, dude. I'm not going to hold you. That, Ooh, that, dude, Ken, like, Ken, oh, Ken! Ken! He's, he's
1: improved a lot, and that, Sonic has always been that broken. Just remember, Sonic has always been that dude broken. Yo, Ken, though. Nasty.
3: Oh, Ken, too. But oh, I don't my know God. Ken, that, I think those depend on, like, traveling. Yeah. But,
1: right. <sighs> Them dudes nice, <laughs> nice. The Sonics are starting to figure it out. Okay. This is the real dangerous. deal, yo
0: you know who i I want to say it might not be like like based on like any sort of pgr or anything but i want to do this for jersey so two people i have well oh i know i know who one of them so yeah so i have two two people some students you haven't got some students (laughs) so i have two here, I, have so two, coach coach. I have two people. Um, one is Rivers. He's actually in Florida. Of course, he's in Florida oh, now. Easy, easy. But I have so much faith in Rivers and Jackal. Mother Jackal. Jackal. Let's yes. go. Is
2: he picking up Sonic again?
0: No, he plays Wolf. Well, he plays Wolf.
2: Well, I love his Wolf. <laughs> yeah. My ass and, um, uh, he
0: kind of. I don't know if he's decided. Like he kind of goes back and forth with Sephiroth and Pyramithra. Okay. We'll see. But I know the Wolf will be around. I want to fucking see it like just for just for fucking jersey and like just because i love those two and they are also so much better than everyone thinks they are Mm -hmm. so good both of them literally both of them for different
3: reasons all this stuff dude like rivers is so fucking good is one of those uh players that has like Life things like we always talk about it. Like they are just things that happen in life, and like you can't control like yeah. how good of a player you're going to be and stuff like that. Sometimes I think it's his the wrist, hands, wrist yeah. or his hands, hands. Like, or yeah, like that? yeah he has like really bad pain in his hands, and he just has to DQ out of tournaments and like blah blah. That, so damn. it's it's hard to like even even for him if he continues to have the drive to want to be like one of the best players or whatever like. Even just continuing to have that drive despite knowing, like, your health complications is, like, a huge feat, so.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, I,
3: I I always hope that, like, when they when he goes to events, he gets to play all the way through and all that, and, like, things aren't being, like, outside factors aren't bothering him too, too much. Because we've seen how good he can be, at, like, at certain events, just like, what the mo no. <laughs> He can smoke this player, like,
0: easy. No, like, no. What? New Jersey, dude.
2: Jackal got a top eight at Shine right before uh, Smash 4 ended, too. Yeah. So, for those of you who aren't familiar with him, because he's kind of a quieter player. Like, he doesn't, like, tweet a whole lot or anything, but he is. He beat Leo in Smash 4. Yes. Yes? Yep. <laughs> he's really good. I'm glad you said Jackal. That's a great call tweak. Dude, like, those two, like, That's I great. feel like I want
0: it more than they do. Like, I want to see it.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing my answer again. It's, it's laid, laid Fitness, actually. Laid <laughs> Fitness top- and Mechos. Is my top <laughs> top. Back to back. Eight and nine right there. <laughs> God. I love those, dude. Back to those back. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but yeah. So, wait, who are our final picks then? Because I think we okay. all kind of. I don't right, have. You know, if I, it, if I, can't I pick had one. to
3: pick one player. You can say two.
2: I think two is fine. Okay. If I had
3: to pick two players, it would either be. Oh, E Sam's a player. I know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about Esam's Sam's Pikachu offline. That joint might be cheap. <laughs> I don't know if he's he not
2: ready for it, dude. Honestly, he, he was on my list
3: killing as well. people off one hit. All right, no. If I had to choose, if I had to choose two players that I think could break into the top ten, it would be Void or Dark Wizzy. Void or Dark Wizzy.
2: Void's oh, a great one. I will also say. Spargo for sure. He's definitely one of mine for top ten. Uh and
3: my only concern with Spargo is the amount that he'll be able to travel.
2: I was thinking that too, but he was already going to stuff. Like he went to CEO and stuff before. Yeah. Um, before, I, yeah. I think he'll be okay. And since he's doing so well and his stream's doing well, I think his parents will like support him and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's just a guess. I don't know what his personal yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. educated guess. Spargo for sure and it's so painful to pick only one because esam's up there obviously he's always a threat salem honestly has a chance steve is so fucking broken and (laughs) people like that's who have been playing insanely well riddle i love riddles too like there's goblin i have so much faith in all these players but i think i think void i think he's hitting a stride i think he was before we went into quarantine i also agree that void would be a great a solid pick for top. And he might be able to hear me right now, so you know, I don't wanna not say him. <laughs> Make Termy sad.
1: I can't do that.
0: Yeah, I'm actually gonna change my answer to void and void.
1: <laughs> and then my my answer would be void and void. And then I think you can yeah, like uh, okay. for for real though, I, I definitely think void. Um that's like one of my picks. I just like I also think um I think Void is finally getting to the point where he's like getting really comfortable with like switching in between characters. This was like um, you know. So obviously, if you guys don't know, like in terms of me and Void's history, I coached him throughout Smash Four and the very like beginning, like I guess first half of Ultimate, like like the first year of Ultimate. About yeah. So um and I I grew up with him too, like through Brawl. So it's like for him, he was like solo chic pretty much in Smash 4. He like counterpicked it fox a couple times but like he and it was perfect too because he just absolutely loved that character but in in ultimate he kind of like was in this weird spot where like the character he absolutely loved wasn't like that good or at least like we thought at the time right um yeah. obviously she got buffs blah, blah blah um he just went with like the heavy combo character being pichu still you know did really well but um, started struggling once people started figuring out the matchup, right? Like, I, I feel like at the beginning of Ultimate, yeah. especially Genesis 6, everyone just ran at each other. Like, dude. everyone was just like, yeah. your character, my character, we're running in, we're interacting, and we're just going to see who wins, and when you play that battle with Void, he he's going to win a lot. <laughs> like, he's just well, very good at that.
2: Yeah, and dude, and Pichu, I'm glad he, he finally figured out how to get off Pichu. That character is just so inconsistent. He's good, it's just... Oh, I think it's a great counterpick character. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't think he should drop him 100%, but it's just gary man, especially like, and you know this obviously because you care about him on a personal a coaching level, all that good stuff. But when someone you know plays a character that's kind of inconsistent, especially in a couple of matchups, it's it's just every match is like you can feel it, you feel it's it in your chest, man. It's not good, it's not good. But yeah, I'm, gonna change my in, answer. Like, I'm okay. changing my answer. Wait, you wait you left the desk, you got some outside help. This is not fair.
0: I'm gonna change my answer to tweak Sephiroth and tweak Diddy Kong. Yeah, we already okay. topped that. top 10,
4: yeah. Oh, or else fuck. I'd have to
0: say why. Not those Mars, two you know? characters,
2: not those two.
1: Not with those two characters though.
2: <laughs> Alright. Well it I almost changed my answer. <laughs> that's, that's a surefire fire fucking thing right there. That's, that shit don't count. No way. Sorry Rivers and Jackal by the way. <laughs>
1: Get fucked. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> But it's crazy because Light was one of the people that was trying to convince Void to just play Sheik anyway. He's like, dude, I know I know you don't think Sheik's that good, but that's, like, your character. And it's just funny, too, because Light is in, Light, a, yeah. Light's in a similar position where he doesn't think Fox is, like, top 10. He doesn't think he's, like, a top 10 character. But, like, Light just forces it and plays the character anyway because, like, he's just so good with Fox, right? Yeah. So I think Light actually helped Void, like, the most. Um like trying to get him to like push the tournament chic more, and then obviously with the chic buffs, and I feel like just because, and then on top of that with Mithra, like oh my goodness, uh, like I said, just let's just say he he was like he was on the mod pack last night on my Switch, and literally like he just had like setups that killed as early as Pyra, like he he literally like found setups that killed at fifty, and I'm I was just like looking, and I was just like, yeah, like dude, this is literally insane because like <laughs> Mithra is supposed to like not kill, and I'm just like I'm literally just like witnessing like like meta defining stuff, and I'm just it's like made, by the way <laughs> dude, it was like I don't know like I said i'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal <laughs> anyone's tech that's up to void, um you know, he, he can he can save it for tournament, he can save it for content, do as he pleases, obviously, but um, yeah, like. I think Mithra also, like, kind of, like, sparked his motivation. I, and I think that's, like, a kind of a factor that we went into with, like, um, a bunch of other players going in top 10. we, because we know, we've been in the community so long, we know there's a huge list of players that have the potential yeah. to be top 10, but is the motivation there? Yeah. And like Marcus said earlier, like, to get in the top 10, you, you got to, like, want to be the best in the world. That has to, like, actually be one of your goals that pushes you forward, right?
2: And it's time to like what people are doing quarantine and what they focus on and, and all that stuff are, are, are also factors. Because someone in chat pointed out, like Void is saying he's going to play Guilty Gear Strive a lot, but what does that really mean? And who knows? Like I, a lot's going to depend on what the Smash landscape is like and stuff for him too. So, but I think what we're saying is that if it was, uh, you know, the same thing with Jane or with Rivers is if there aren't these outside factors, do we think you know they could achieve you know the goal of hitting right, up top ten? Right. It's kind of where we're at. But yeah, absolutely, I feel you on that. So
0: cool. Yeah, I'm just so biased with my answers. I just really want it. I Hell you. yeah, dude! <laughs> tear top.
2: ten. Termy.
4: Cool. And plus, yeah, tear you know, uh,
0: Rivers plays Diddy. He, Jackal plays Wolf. Like, I, I need, I need to see, I need to see the boys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the characters they play are hype. Like, dude. Like even like Rivers Crom obviously, Super everyone hype. knows him for that. I like just Krom. does it's like so the, the craziest shit with that. I I remember I think I was commentating with you, Has, when he did the upbeat onto the platform coming in on um Town and yes. City because he knew he knew the platform was about to come in. He just rips the upbeat, like way off stage, and I'm like, what the against Void? <laughs> yeah, yeah that that was a that was a banger set, and then like he like lands on the platform. And we're like, what? crazy.
2: He too like um I hate tweaking. I hate I hate. James because they play Diddy and it makes I like it like Diddy's like my least <laughs> favorite character to fucking fight I'm like I hate Diddy and then you post a clip and I'm like don't watch it you're gonna like it either <laughs> of you like I post a clip like, god damn it I'm gonna enjoy this content yeah because uh, you know you guys just put such a cool spin on the character that I normally <laughs> think is very boring no fighting
0: Diddy is so stupid it's a chore
2: but it's okay I, I, there's a lot of characters like that I mean I play Richter so I can't really yeah okay. similar I, similar I type it.
0: of chore yeah. it's like you mm-hmm. just like how the fuck do I hit them.
2: That's what uh, Nick C said we played before you know, before we signed off, but he said, we played it, let's play. Let's make moves, actually, not even let's make big moves. Speaking of tournaments you should go to when offline comes back, let's make big moves in Gommel, 100%, two of my favorites. I yeah. can't believe I forgot to mention them. But Nick C said, we played it, and he beat my rec through this Falcon. He goes, dude, What the playing Galaga, that whole set is what he said. That's how he <laughs> described it. Just playing Galaga, like just trying to move around and, and find the right spots to get in. I thought that was such a funny way to look at fighting those characters. Dude, I was like, playing DK at that though.
3: tournament for most of the singles. Oh, my Ah dude! Everybody's picking up fucking Diddy Kong,
1: man. I know like, what the fuck, man. I'm dumb. I'm actually, I actually love fighting Diddy. What I play Fox. So Fox. Yeah, I think
2: Fox as well against them, dude. Naturally,
0: I love Diddy. What have you done, man?
2: <laughs> what is wrong like with Diddy? This is I oh. like tweak.
1: So I every- actually. I actually have an answer for a second person. So I said void, right? So my second answer is T, like Pac-Man T. I actually yeah. think Pac-Man T yeah. has huge potential to get top ten. Yeah. And one of the one of the big reasons is like he he's like one of the few Japanese players like that get powered up from the crowd. Like he he loves that shit. <laughs> it's like so it's so it's so interesting because I've housed him a couple of yeah. times and we don't really speak the same language, but I can it's like weird. I can still like kind of communicate with him. Yeah. Um uh, but it is, like, dude, I, you you can just tell he loves it so much when, like, people get super hyped for all of the, like, whack Pac-Man shit he's doing. To be fair, he's very creative with the character. T, Pac-Man T is, like, another example of, like, uh, aged wine. Like, he he played, he, like, just solo-made Pac-Man in Smash 4. That character was so bad in Smash 4. And then he just, like, j- dude, Ultimate came out. Pac-Man got the sauce, dude. <laughs> it was over
2: Yeah, we gotta stop talking about Diddy, or else we're just gonna create more of yeah. them. I blame every Diddy Kong game that was born after this podcast. I blame Pinkfresh for so. What?
0: Yeah,
2: dude, you, know? keep, you keep talking about it, dude.
0: You keep talking. To I've been playing time. Diddy for like, yeah, six Maybe. plus months straight, and like that's for my standards. That's so long. Like, I usually I like throw a character in the
1: trash. It's it's usually on to the next by then.
0: Yeah, like that's like very long. So like I have a lot of faith, but dude, you know what? Yesterday. I played a little bit of offline.
1: Nice. Oh yes, yes. yes. I didn't play Diddy. Detail.
0: I only played Sephiroth, and I was like, "That's some shit." What's happening? That's some shit. Something Sephiroth, has... that's
2: your play style too,
1: man. Something has. We gotta shit. talk about the clip, dude. We gotta talk about that clip. Something dude. has oh, shifted. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Literally like <laughs> Something the...
2: shifted. <laughs> that tweet it something clicked. shifted. Tweet it only clicked. played Sephiroth upline. No
3: <laughs> did All right. I'm gonna be real with y'all, and I don't mean to crush anybody's dreams, but uh I will not be top ten. I'm just gonna put it out there. I I do not care enough to be top ten.
1: Like I I don't. You got you gotta have that motivation. I, that that motivation is probably the one of the harder things to do to like like yeah. you know to push for top ten. Obviously, like the grind and stuff is hard, but like you only willingly do that grind if you have the motivation right yeah, yeah. Like, it's
2: a huge part of it which is why like i wanted to give a shout out to more uh, online players right now too like aaron obviously i think is brilliant as a player i think Salem's was doing really well too yeah it's just well yeah another diddy fuck me right like it's just <laughs> <laughs> i can't help but compliment diddy players you know i hate the character but really-
3: it's like uh i i've uh played before with that goal in mind
4: mm-hmm. uh
3: yeah and I understand the sacrifices that I need to make to do it. And at this point in my life, I'm not willing to do that. Like, I I lost, like, a lot of relationships with people. Like, I didn't have, like, the game consumed my life. So, like, uh, yeah. it was my job. Uh, and it was, like, all I really did. Like, I lost a lot of friends. Uh, it was hard to, like... Sometimes my relationship would be a little rocky because I would prioritize yeah. that over over like my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Um, and yep. it's, I don't know. To me, at this point, in my life is just not worth it. So I yeah. don't. It's
2: I don't think I would ever. got other priorities. Yeah. Honestly,
3: I respect it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't see me even remotely gunning for top 10 i might end up on the pgr somehow Uh, who knows yeah Uh, do you
2: play min min anything exactly there you go i I,
3: I may steal a few wins players
2: pick Uh, Bayo up right away in smash 4 and min min right now i think i think you're onto something
1: it's a it's a time frame thing right like uh you just like everyone has different situations like i remember in brawl like i just loved competing that game i loved playing that game but i just didn't have the resources to travel right but, like, that was probably when I was the absolute most motivated to, like, play. And even when I think back on it, I, in terms of a individual Smash game, I probably have the absolute, like, most hours in Brawl than any other Smash game like it doesn't even come close i put the most hours in brawl like by far yeah. i was like the most motivated to play i I like had the time to do it right like in high school like nothing better to do just like do whatever high school whatever you got to do and then just play smash so it, it it's it, there's a bunch of timing stuff involved obviously as you get older you get more responsibilities right yeah. um and even kind of like figuring out like other stuff you enjoy within the smash community i think uh i think that's one of the most like like one of like the coolest things about smash like i feel like 90 percent of people come into the community as a competitor but then you kind of oh, like yeah. if you stay in the community you'll branch into other stuff that you enjoy doing like i i found out i really enjoy like teaching and coaching and i really love doing like um, man. content and commentary mm-hmm. right like and even even my commentary like Reflects off of like the teaching, coaching aspect, because like mm-hmm. when I commentate, I like breaking the game down to like be digestible to like so other people can learn about the game. Like that's like my like kind of my style of commentary, right? So it's like it's yeah. super cool. And then like obviously you have you know people like Gavin that came in as a competitor and they stuck with being a competitor, right? Because the situation like deemed for it, and he like just really enjoyed competition and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool to see like all the different um, walks of life within the Smash community. Because I feel like a lot, of, like on a surface level, everyone feels like you're just a competitor. That's it, right? Like, that's all that matters, like is like you're placing stuff. But there's there's so much things that go on, like behind the scenes, that like makes everything possible. Like even like, you know, the people like production and people like Gimmer, like running VGBC, like stream the events, stuff like that. Like there's so much different things you can do in the Smash community. Oh on, come on. <laughs> Is definitely epic. That is that is a that is a word to describe Concon. I agree.
2: Yeah. regional, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, man. All right.
0: I don't want to keep Hazmat here because I know he needs to rest for the commentary. But just
2: just dying a little bit. Uh, That's all right though. No, I am I'm having a great time too. Your chat's hilarious. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. This is a lot of fun. Maybe we can do another one, finish off the top ten or whatever in the future. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Low key, we we need Hazmat as a regular.
2: who agrees? You're the boss. <laughs> I, oh no! I, yeah, I,
1: oh I, I'll snap! Are you getting promoted, dude? <laughs> I was. I didn't expect this. Be
2: honest honestly, with, uh,
1: honestly,
0: yeah. I at least need hazmat on again. Something. Okay. There you go.
2: I just felt. I get, like a, he, I get a second interview.
0: I just okay. felt like get he a call, is a perfect. <laughs> I feel like he's a perfect fit for like the the goal we're trying to bring with like talking about
1: Smash. So. The, the way we talk about Smash is very like similar, right? Like, yeah, the, 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 exactly. like, the Thought process behind it and stuff. I think that's like that's like the main thing, and it just yeah. like feels right.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Because it's funny because we we messaged each other, we we're talking about the podcast, and I would scrolled through our chat history just a little bit, and you would said to me at one and maybe made me you know feel. Like, it made me feel good and as you said i really enjoy we had talked after a major and you're like i really enjoy and some of my favorite memories with you tweak are sitting in major crowds and talking about the game and just talking about the decisions that are being made so if you said i yeah. really enjoy sitting and talking about the game with you i was like me too and like that's just a really good feel i don't know it, it felt good so i appreciate that of man I mean, we'd have fun <laughs> on the show so i love all three of you guys you're all really really fun to talk to about the game and all that shit and i love you chat you guys are a lot of fun and uh, yeah, hopefully we can make another one soon. So that was yep. fun. Sorry, I have to cut it short. Uh, only a two and a half hour podcast today for you guys. I know. <laughs> I, know I know. I'm so, I'm such a buzzkill. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's perfectly fine. If having a time limit is good for us, because we go too long all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's easy sick. to get caught up when you're talking about this shit. Right? Exactly. We go down
1: many rabbit holes.
2: Yeah.